We're doing a piece on the All right. tech startup. I think we're going to get going here in a minute. Yeah. It's not really like Starting out with a little Hallmark. Got a little, we got a lot of topical stuff happening. People were trapped at sea. Okay. Yeah, no kidding. Trapped under the sea. <laughs> yeah, but opening strong with one of our go-tos. With yeah. one of our go-tos, which is, you know, it's an anchor. Good channel. I was yep. almost excited because before you came, there was no information available. The I'm cable's really just been janky. So I wanted us to go into this blind, but we can't. Oh, okay. We're just like, no no information available. We have to just guess. Well, it, this, you know, we'll, still, we'll still be able to get some comedy right. out of this. We'll see you on the other it, side yep. of the intro, baby. Because it gro grosses me out. Piper, you've received <laughs> From Atlanta, Fulton County. We're storming the Capitol. It's a revolution. Purple color, I see. Then you maintain the status. December seventh, night. And a question, a psychopath. First time you've been back in what two weeks? It's been a while. I'm, you were in Atlanta last weekend. I right? was. It was hot as fucking dick. Oh, I'm sure. When you go there, do you notice the humidity right away? Yeah. Yeah. Right when you get off the tarmac of the airplane. Yeah. Do you start getting like the the moob sweats? You know, like yeah, yeah because yeah. <laughs> you still have the chill from the airplane. Yeah. And then you feel like you're fucking. You have the flu because your fucking palms are all clammy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then you walk out and it's hot as balls. Phoenix is the one airplane. Oh yeah. Like that. That, that's a different type of oppressive heat. That yeah. dry heat that, that that'll kill you because you'll go uh you'll you know you'll die of dehydration you know yeah whereas i feel like in the south it's just like you have a heart attack or something you know because it's just like so weirdly humid and you know but anyway i love how this <laughs> is supposed to be about so if you don't well welcome to the show this is yes. keith Paisel. we're going to talk about the world and ourselves through what is on television exactly uh we got a hallmark movie right up the top here so the premise of this one is jaded guy optimistic girl they got to survive New York in the fall together. Now, I don't know why the fall. Is that some sort of like, well, people who lonely era of New York City? Because no, no. that's family time in New York. That's like when you need a family. No, no. What, 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 it, it, you know, what it is, a true New Yorker, they'll say their favorite season is autumn. 
It's beautiful in New York. The trees are tree. What it is, is you're finally out of the pressure cooker of 90% humidity and 90 degrees for three straight months. In a New York City summer can be ballsy hot sometimes. It can get brutally hot, you know? Yeah. So yeah, so the point is, they, oh, it falls, it's beautiful, it reaches my expectations. Keith, it's like taking a cable car in San Francisco and eating clam chowder out of a sourdough bowl. It reaches my expectations. This is how life should be, right? <laughs> As you know, we're talking about a Hallmark movie right now called, I think, Autumn in New York. Well, that's what I was going to say. I love yeah. the, it's supposed to be them roughing it in New York, but uh, they live in like fucking Lower East Side condos well, and absolutely. Shit. That are you know, two and a half million dollars a pop. If you things know? keep going the way they are, we're going to have to dip into our savings account. Oh my! It's so oh, it's so difficult. You know, he's jaded because he he actually looks at the world with a realistic lens. She's sitting there like you know. I imagine sometimes I dream of roughing it. Like, what if we just let this popcorn get stale? <laughs> you just ate stale popcorn. Oh my, oh my God. It, I, I'd have to send an email back home. April, oh. you're insane. I my boss would fire me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my, boss at the, my boss at non-stale popcorn incorporated. <laughs> She's a popcorn salesman. No, she's actually in between jobs, though. So she's a little edgy. She's trying out New York well, on the see, edge, on the cheap, is, on the cheap. This is a rare one where they don't you even can't do that in New York. They don't even between temporary jobs as she bounces. So she's a temp. She's a fucking hag temp. Yeah. An optimistic woman and her jaded neighbor discover the abuse. So he's a lifer. So she probably is like, I'm here. I'm from Manuqua, fucking Minnesota. <laughs> oh, this is a great city. My, ah. my town is shaped like a mitten. I know. <laughs> it is and it's so also warm like a palm. I I'm sorry. This doesn't work. Any guy worth his salt is like, listen, this is what I am. Look, he's okay? looking her up. This is what it is. Susan Snowberry. Oh, God. Oh, it's so, it's just, again, I've said this Look before. He's double taken. He's thinking about submitting. I've said it before, I'll say it again. If I was transported into this world, if it truly existed, just the color schemes, the color palette, the smell of it, I'd throw up within five minutes. And that's the honest to God truth. I would get sick. Like I almost got sick at Disneyland, as I told you. <laughs> you know, we, we talked about that a couple episodes ago. I went to Disneyland back in the middle of May, almost a month and a half ago. And I almost got sick on the ride. That's how old I'm getting. <laughs> I can't go on like a roller coaster anymore. It's like, oh God, oh, it's jarring me around too much, you know? But say so that, 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 anyway, that's what's going on, Keith. What's up, man? Well, I was going to say we might have to switch to Twitch, but I'll keep recording okay. and just switch because I just got a, we've detected copyrighted audio and video in your uh -oh, stream. Uh -oh, oh, that that's the hallmark. Yeah. Too much a hallmark. So we should change the channel. End the stream here. Okay. And then just That's how punk rock we are, people. Well, I'm just yeah, I'm just gonna stop streaming because I can keep recording. Uh and it's then, just drill. Yeah. I did uh yeah. So uh so yeah, the news. Can we talk about that yet? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we, yeah. we're recording the episode. Okay. We're just not streaming right now. Okay. The, the <laughs> you can just go do the show and then and then I'm just gonna I have to do this as we do this. Cool. So cool. The big story, of course, Keith. They're, they're trapped, Crocious. The, the, well, they're not trapped. They got crushed. They took that. Yeah, uh, they, yeah they, got they weren't trapped at all ever. Like that thing yeah. popped the second they went down there. Yeah, yeah. It, it. I mean, there was no like, ooh, did it spring a leak for a while? No, you're springing a leak down there. It's it's curtains they, in a hurry. They sprung it's a leak. Yeah, yeah. They they got uh, they got smashed to bits. You know, I, I didn't. 
didn't, I mean, the, the craft they went down in when I looked at it compared to what James, that's what a dirt, what a jerk James Cameron's. I think he's done that four different times. He's done that four different. Absolutely. Like, when you have that much cash, like, listen, I need my fetish of like being a Titanic expert. This is important for me. It's a metaphor for the, I mean, I'm sure he justifies it in some way. You know, what a story you're keeping it a lot. I like how he had to get quoted. I think he put a tweet out on, on it. But again, there's that craft that went down like four, four days ago. All of those, like it's $250,000 a pop to go down to see the remains of the Titanic. And the craft didn't look for some reason. Well, yeah, it didn't were, look as sturdy to yeah. me as I thought it would. Well, they were. You know? and, and that dude, this is like libertarian shit. That guy was like this notorious government red tape guy and he had been told by regulatory agencies like this thing is not seaworthy yeah. and he's just like the government's not gonna tell me what to do bro and then he goes down <laughs> and he gets popped like a grape i kind of love it well yeah, yeah it's <laughs> yeah it is yeah yeah the rich are uh well again it, it's the whole bezos thing it, it's just fetishism you can just like how is that freedom okay, listen if you gave up that $250,000, you know, would it really hurt you for like a cause? And I know there's a lot of the rich are very into their fucking nonprofits and their causes. That's all a tax break too. And it's also like, you know, they don't, but they don't want the government to tell them what to do. We'll decide what issue we're going to deal with, but not in a comprehensive fashion. In this, I mean, it, it is, uh, it's gross. The, 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 the way this country tries to deal with social ills is, uh, is not always effective. Having worked in the industry for over 25 years, that, that's my point of the day. It all comes to the Titanic uh, <laughs> vessel getting crushed. I go off into a weird They're going to make another movie. Cameron's going to make a movie about this now. Yeah, it's what probably happened is I think they went down and, and they probably got crushed almost instantaneously. You know what I mean? It was just, I guess it was like, car, it, it wasn't like a, a titanium one. It, well, it was they, like had, a carbon. They, they had an hour of like going down because they, they were at a depth when it popped, they were at a depth of like, they were an hour or so into their trip. Yeah. So they got crushed right away. Yeah. They got crushed right away. That's what they estimate that. Did, uh, where did you see that? Or do you recall? Or? Because they judged it based on like the debris, like perimeter where or they know where they were when they were here. What like when they thought they heard this, like they judged it based on like where they lost communication, like the depth they were at when they lost communication oh, with okay. the vessel okay. was already like an hour into the trip, but not close enough to the boat. Cause some people were like, maybe they landed in the wreckage. No. And someone that, was yeah. like, no, they were cause someone who was an, a Titanic, like connoisseur was like, no, they were, they lost contact at this depth level. And it takes two hours to get to the Titanic. Yeah. Yeah. So like there's, they weren't, they were like in between. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That, that vessel was not seaworthy uh, to me as much as you want to say, Oh, but it'd be a quick, easy death. I don't know. Wouldn't it still be terrifying for a moment? You'd know for a moment what was going on. You'd know for like three seconds and then you'd probably be dead, but you would know for three seconds. It would seconds. be a point like a hair, a, as my shop teacher would say, a cunt hair of a second. Yeah. It would yeah. be like an immediately. Oh, no. Yeah. 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 You'd have enough time to hear yourself make a, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, and your neck gets broken. But again, it is a, a rich uh, from Pakistan, Pakistan guy with his son. You know, but yeah, it's Dude, also he probably didn't want to be there. Yeah, the the government's not going to tell me how to design. What do they know? They don't know things. Listen, there has to be parameters. You know, the, there has to be some sort of a playbook here. It can't just truly be anarchic and chaos. You know, but no, no, it had no that that it gets in the chaos. way. You know, like fucking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Goldblum. 
I Golden? watched a little bit of that for the for, for the first time. Which, in a oh, long they've been time. showing all three of those. Yeah, yeah. And now I, there's nine of them. They got the whole. Yeah. You got a whole day of Jurassic Park now. I will say it's that first thing. one. That first one is. A, it's that first one's thirty years old now, and it's a pretty good movie. It, I think it's aged pretty well. <clears throat> Would you say the first Jurassic Park is aged? Oh well? yeah, no, I talked about that on a show a couple weeks ago. Where it's, I think that's perfect CGI. Yeah, it's. It's uh, where it wowed you at the time, but you watch it now and you're like, that looks good. Yeah. Like, where it's almost, they couldn't, they couldn't improve upon it much. Yeah. Like if you watch the Jurassic worlds, it's not, they didn't go, it's a little more detailed and they, yeah. they they're able to put the dinosaurs in more dynamic situations. But yeah. like, other than that, they nailed it with that first one. Yeah. There's yeah. no George Lucas. Oh, they find, I finally have the technology to do my real dream. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no, they fucking nailed that Jurassic yeah. park one. And that was the model for like, cause apparently Spielberg wanted to do claymation wow. and apparently some random PA was like, I think I can do this with my computer. Wow. And that was like, it would have been like Davy versus Goliath. Yeah. If it wouldn't have, it would have been straight like. Yeah, 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 yeah. The whole like, uh, well, CGI was just sort of starting in the early 90s. You know, I, I think the last movie that had no CGI that was like an action movie was uh, Total Recall with uh, with uh, Schwarzenegger in 1990 when that was released. It's got no CGI. Movie. It's all just like, you know, it's like, you know, models and and uh, whatever, just uh, but, but not CGI. I think that, yeah, that, that was a leap in CGI technology. Would you say there was like pre-Jurassic Park and then post-Jurassic oh, Park? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was a breakthrough, you know, that, that occurred Because pre-Jurassic Park, what was the big, I guess they're still leaning on Star Wars at that point. And yeah, like E.T. maybe. Yeah, like these the special technological. The, and that's the thing, that's how seminal Spielberg is, is like, he can even take credit for Lucas because he, they're like a team. Yeah, I would say Cameron a little bit with with the Terminator and with Aliens, and then he had that underwater movie. What was that one uh, movie? That, the Abyss. Yeah, you know he was definitely trying to push like certain technologies, and then of course I would say Terminator Two was him definitely pushing the envelope of a visual medium. You know, like I think he was he's in the camp with Spielberg. I would say in terms of effects and having a certain Ooh, impact. Yeah, my world. <laughs> I've got this world in my head, and I have to get it up on a silver screen. Well, just follow <laughs> my Twitch. I did it. There that was successful. We're live on Twitch again. Excellent. YouTube is gay. Uh, I thought yes. you could do it. I thought we could do it. I thought we. Could could go privately live yeah but they can't hallmark channel is a buzzer dude yeah this is a heavily copyrighted channel i mean we're, we're essentially watching yeah. a gift card that costs yeah. 9.95 yeah exactly absolutely oh uh, we're just trying out but yeah no no with the uh it, it is uh it, it is two. pride month you know i think it's gone off uh, pretty well Let's see what nora has you to know? say about the popped people asking to be tried separately CBS News spoke exclusively to Nichols' mother, who says sitting through more. Tire. That's how they spell tire in Britain. Tire Nichols. <laughs> yeah. Was this? Was this? Was the, the guy he in Memphis? A, no, Tyree Nichols. Larry was the guy in the Wendy's parking lot, right? What was Tyree Nichols? Um, who was? It's a human. I didn't want to say what. Yeah. Uh, killed by police. Yeah, I thought it was in Memphis. Here's how nuts yeah. it is: is we there's so many black people killed by police were just like which one is he like at this point you can make a whole all-star team of, of blacks that have been so tyree nichols was the one who's training to police officers in memphis tennessee yeah but he didn't die for three days after okay okay yeah it was the, the memphis scorpion unit 
Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah, this real gun ho sort of. From his, they pulled him from his car and pepper sprayed and tear gassed him and tasered him. Jeez, um, who's coming in for Nora's job yeah. here? Inflation pushing some brides to look at cheaper alternatives before saying yes to the dress. And tonight's money watch how something old is becoming something new. Here's CBS. This is your content. Yeah. Ugh. Money watch is always boring. God. Now we're going to wedding. There's better things to get into. In the months ahead of the big <laughs> so day. butterfly Dismiss tattoo. fucking weddings. I mean, we're, we're getting into the last 15, 15 yeah. minutes of the news. They've gotten all the beefy stuff up. So that, so what's your opinion about the, the vessel? Uh, I don't, I have no, they're all billionaires. It's a, it, I honestly, and this may sound grim or sinister. I feel no ounce of remorse yeah. for those people. Yeah, or sadness. Or, yeah, yeah, not at all. Just... There was not one innocent person on that <laughs> submersible. Yeah, man. It, uh, yes. Because uh, like we were talking about before the show, having a billion dollars or being a part of a family that is generationally wealthy like that is immoral. <laughs> so like simply being God. a part of that chain, that's why when people get so annoyed at Nepo babies, and especially in the entertainment industry, yes. like you didn't earn this, like you yeah. fucking were a, you were rich enough that you can be quirky. Some yeah. people can't afford to be quirky. Yeah, no, I you know. fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. There's certainly a, uh, we'll get fired from our job. <laughs> yeah. Can't be pulling characters, Nick Kroll. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's uh, now he's talented, but his talent is fostered through immense privilege. Yeah. That yeah. like other people have to fucking go almost by the time you get that talented, there's a barrel of a gun in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To, to sort of get to that point. Yeah. If you want to do it. Yeah. It's, you know, like some Nepo babies look at it like, well, that's how it almost shows you how naturally talented I am. Oh, because, uh, yeah. Well. Because I like I still bypassed all of that and I could have I could have paid my way and I didn't because I'm so talented. Well, yeah, it's. You know, <laughs> it also helps maybe, hopefully they spend some time with you, you know, and you were able to uh, maybe learn some things or pass some skills on to your children. But I don't know if that happens. I have a feeling when you're truly a, a hardcore director in this city, you're just married to your career. I mean, that, that's the most important thing. So I wonder about your kids. Like being a true Hollywood kid, I think it would be a weird experience. Yeah. It would be an odd experience. I feel like I just... Think, to be grounded? I Well, maybe yeah. Maybe that's cliche, what I'm saying. And it's but, probably a whole idea. You see this fucking 3M company? Oh to 300 yeah. cities and counties. We're fucking polluting people's water. We support 3M hard. We're found in water supplies. PFAS are also known as forever chemicals yeah. because they don't break down naturally. <laughs> For decades. They're Jesus's commercials. Hello, Larry. We got James Bailey well, in the chat. Hello, Larry. It's just a... You know, you know, there was a big Supreme Court decision, I gotta say, two weeks ago. I, I don't know if you, they've been giving, I mean, they have been licking their chops for this for so long. What, what they're doing, what the dismantling they're doing is, is so dangerous. Uh, the Supreme Court just had a decision two weeks ago that basically fundamentally changes the definition of wetlands. Like you have wetlands, marshes and Everglades, but every state has wet, Illinois has wetlands. Yeah. When I do like a, an affordable housing development, like an application, you got to prove your site's not on a wetland. You know, you got to get the That's map what, and stuff. It's insane. Even driving out of little pockets of Los Angeles, when you start seeing like natural bodies of water, you're like, what the fuck? Where am I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like when you get out of the Southwest and you start flying over the Midwest. Yeah. Growing up in the Midwest, I didn't think the Midwest and the prairie had water. But then you fly, you you, yes. you fly from the southwest over into like Nebraska, and you're like, 
Oh shit! There's like ponds and creeks, and yeah, like you yeah. almost see the water yes. more when you just fly over desert most of the time. Oh yeah! Oh, absolutely. Like most yeah. of the flights, because we're not traveling past the Southwest much. Yeah. Like if you go on vacation, you're going to Vegas yep. or yep. somewhere up north, San Francisco. So yep. like, and you, when you fly to San Francisco, you fly over the ocean. You don't fly over. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The state. Yep. So like, it, you've. You, I, I thought the Midwest was so dry. Oh, like yeah, I looked at it kind like of like this, like we're not, we, there's no lakes like, like Minnesota, like the land of a thousand lakes. I looked at that as some other, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, all on the Great Lakes. That, that's literally, that's like, to me, that is like what the Amazon is. It's a true estuary for the planet. Like the planet's air gets filtered from like Hudson Bay all the way down to the Great Lakes. We're talking about millions of square miles of like water setting water. And it, it filters, it's absolutely a scrubber yeah. for, the, for the Earth's air. Like when I was a kid, if you would have asked me as a kid, does it rain a lot in Chicago? I would have told you no. Yeah. But then living in LA, I'm like, oh yeah, it rained all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like it rained all the time in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You don't realize it. Yeah, no, absolutely. Until you come out here. Definitely a different climate. But, but the, they changed wetlands. To, uh, the Supreme Court made a decision where they basically just said, oh, 50% of the, of the wetlands, uh, you're not defined as wetlands anymore. Like these wetlands and the management of these wetlands is absolutely essential for climate change. It's absolutely essential. It's part of the whole strategy that like, they they have such an openly hostile attitude towards the concept of, of climate change. It is just it's disturbing how much they want to just strip everything down. It's it's amazing, couple, and they're getting away with a couple of gentlemen here who probably believed you know? in climate change. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everyone does. The entire planet knows it's the truth. This, this country is just saying fuck you. To this everyone. is my favorite era of Hollywood because <clears throat> this is when it was so piecemeal. That like when they went from that door to that door, that's two weeks apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Like that's a fame. You ever see the movie Eraserhead? Absolutely. There's a scene in Eraserhead where he goes from inside his little hotel room yeah. and he opens the door. And then the next scene is a cut to him closing the door in the hallway. Yeah. And he goes... That was two years later. Exactly. Like he, I think he ran out of money. Yeah. And so he had to just scrounge like some he goes, cash. He up. goes, that scene of when it goes when I'm inside and then when I go outside, yeah. that's two years later. That's amazing. <laughs> I, that's incredible. I know. It's hilarious. But, but also like a smart, simple idea though, right? Like it works. Yeah. As far as a transition, you know, just, okay, well, just going from this door up the other one. Okay, good. Now we'll be able to connect it together. You know what I mean? Like it, it I mean, it's smart. It's, it's like smart guerrilla filmmaking, you know? If you want to like put to put it in those terms, that's what annoys me so much about like the smugness of like even the film industry. I won't even just blame this on larger yeah. corporate that we've got so bogged down in like licensing and needing oh, yeah. permission to do stuff. Yet these old fucking film bro fucks are yeah. the same ones who love Eraserhead and love yeah. these gorilla movies. Yeah. But if they saw a young director making a gorilla movie, they'd slap them on the wrist and yeah. be like, you need to get permission to do that. Where's uh, your permits? Yeah. Uh, do you have an agent? Uh, like, you're the fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah Those movies yeah. aren't possible anymore. Yeah. Because, like, even look what we do. Like, there's probably, I guarantee you, some comedians in L.A. that wouldn't come on here because, like, I don't want to, like, if they know a writer that we should, like, we show one of their shows, like, yeah. people out here really care about that. Like, you're stealing their stuff. Oh, oh. You're stealing their content. Like, oh, really? grow yeah. the fuck up. God, I, I don't even, that's how out of touch I am, you know? <laughs> it, but it is. Like, I, what, I, yeah. I, I've almost, like, I've never met so many people who, like, out here, they're the kind of people that look down on illegally downloading music. 
Like they, because they, they just uh, get caught up. They're so yeah. caught up in the corporate. Like, yeah. when you move out here, the it's only the way to become big is to like join the system. So yeah. you end up rationalizing to yourself, like, yep. well, yeah, I'll pay for it because they need to make their money. And yeah, really, the thing is, is I don't want to end up working for a company and then they see I have a hard drive full of illegally downloaded music. <laughs> They're gonna, they'll come after you for that. I don't want to get know? a Netflix movie and then they find a whole podcast where I brag about illegally downloading shit. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because I you always know. think about getting people on here that have literally been on TV. Like I know people that have been on yeah, shows absolutely, and they have, but I, I always think like, oh, they're not going to come on here and like, let me illegally show their shit. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I tell you, uh, yeah. If people go back, you, you hit many points there. If they go back and listen to some of these podcasts, I'll be canceled within five minutes. I'm sure I did something. No. I'll be, you know, <laughs> whether it be no. some offensive impression I did or saying globalist or something. No, you know, or, not even can't, but can, that's such a, I hate that word. The globalist? Yeah. No, oh, canceled. It's yeah. so lame. Yeah. It doesn't, it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone that's been canceled, is, their career has never been bigger. You should wish to get canceled. Uh, is Louis C.K., is he kind of back? Oh, yeah. You know, well, what's yeah. he up to? <clears throat> He's God. got weird rapey glasses now. Uh, Same thing, but he he did a podcast run of all the big podcasts. God, no I, one asked him about Oh. Uh, yeah. Jerking did, did, off in front of people. Oh, he did like Bro Rogan and stuff. And yeah. And like all his, that, it's pr essentially, he does the whole free speech network, yeah. essentially, of the, the, the free speecher crew. Yeah. And like they have him on as like this punk rock, no one will have Louie on and we're going to do it. But they don't realize they're just part of the grift. Yeah. Well, yeah, exa exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it's, yeah, I'm pretty That's cynical about the whole thing. But I, uh, yeah, you know, I, you know. Ooh, classic Night Court. Oh, here we go. Richard but Mulligan. I do have, if you want to get into it, we can flick around and see what's on. But then I also have, so there was a TV movie in 1974 called Trapped Beneath the Sea. Ooh, ooh. That's got uh, Lee J. Cobb as Victor Bateman. Uh, Martin Balsam, My, uh, Paul Michael Glazer, who you said is Starsky. He's Hodge from it's Starsky Hush. and Hodge. I think he's, I think he's, Hodge. I think he's Starsky. So yeah, this is about four men trapped in a mini submarine off the coast of Florida. Which is very yep. much in vogue in the news. Did, and then I have an episode of Baywatch that I don't know if it's the same premise, but we can get into that too. Do you know an interesting political fact about uh, Glazer, you know, the star of this movie, is his, uh, his wife, uh, I can't think of her name, it'd be more effective for the story if I knew her name. Was it Michelle Glazer? She uh, contracted HIV. I think it developed into AIDS. Via the needle it. or what? Uh, I think it was a blood transfusion. And the Democratic Party had her speak at the 1988 Democratic Party convention. And it was the first time either major political party discussed AIDS. And AIDS had been around for a good solid six years. It was not discussed in the 84 election at all. Uh, and it was truly becoming a bad public health thing. And, the, and so she was kind of the, th that was like the foot in the, or the, trying to like the Democratic Party putting their toe in the water of like, this is an issue we need to talk about. Wait, you know? let me see in the chat. Bailey says, just watch the 16 second video of the Titan imploded. Is there video of the fucking I, sub I imploding? I can't imagine that. that. I'm sure someone made that up. They had to have. What, what, what was there? A camera down it's there? Very metal. You know. I can't imagine that people having that. They were under thousands of feet of water yeah, when that happened. I don't know. I hope so. I went down the YouTube rabbit hole, though, of like like famous submarine wrecks and stuff, you know, like U-boat stuff. So in 1960, there was a, a Navy uh, submarine 
that got, got crushed in like 8,000 feet of water, like off the coast of Boston, like a couple hundred miles out there. It totally got like crushed and, and, and it was terrifying. Like they had some recordings, you know, like oh. it kind of sprung a leak because it's a bigger machine, bigger device, but it just like, it ended up like getting crushed and then there was just an oil slick. And of course, everyone just died. You know, I think that'd be a bad death. I don't know. I always wonder about that, you know? <laughs> Would it be a bad death? I think it would be a bad death. This is Howard K. Smith. This is Howard K. Smith. September the 16th, 1973. Oh, it yes. began this morning as a radio call. Yes. Within an hour, the nation heard of the four men trapped in a research submarine 350 I bet you this is getting hits besides us. Hour by hour, millions became engrossed in the ordeal of those below. Where are they? Bring them up. I love how they're trying to make it like uh, there was a big push in the 70s and 80s to make things seem like a documentary. Like they had that movie Project Metal Glass or whatever. Or Project I think it was Looking Glass. Yeah. Where, where like the whole thing was a newscast about nuclear war. But oh, I remember movie. that. I remember that. My dad loved that. My dad thought that yes. that was like literally for like that was his revelations. Oh, yeah. He would always show that Project Countdown Looking Glass. That's how it's going to happen. Yeah, I remember like that was a real that that was like almost right before it was right before the day after. But in my mind, those are kind of similar things because it was about this these like group of terrorists took over some some place like in, yeah. in Charleston, South Carolina. They had like a nuclear weapon, and they were it was like a terrorist thing. And I remember being like, "Whoa, this is serious drama we were watching right now." It is. I was 14 years old. It was this is serious, serious drama, drama, and Ernest Borgnine's gonna figure it out. Mar Mar well, Martin Balsam was. Uh, he was in uh, Psycho, I was saying before. He was one of the victims of Norman Bates in Psycho. He was the Look private investigator trying to find out about uh, Kim Novak's death. Every one of the Frank Capra producers wow. produced this. Wow. Wow. That's like he, a legendary. That's when you know how powerful the TV movie was. They got a Capra involved in this. Yeah, absolutely. Junior, you know. Now it's insane how it is because it's, the TV movie is kind of a not thing because they oh. just they just plan on showing regular movies on TV now. It's part of the rotation. It, it, we talk about it all the time. Remember how rare it was to like when it would be like, oh, they're showing Groundhog Day on CBS. It, it, it's the network television premiere. That was like, a, you marketed it that way. Yeah. It's the network television premiere. When Star Wars first came on, like in 82, it was like, oh my God, we're going to see Star Wars on TV. And usually they would plan it to where like, they would show Star Wars one on network television to prep you for Empire. Yeah, exactly. Like it was yeah. the build up for to celebrate the premiere of Empire Strikes Back. We're gonna play well, the it was first in movie. between it was in between Empire and, and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. They didn't even do it in between Star Wars and Empire. I remember when the Empire Strikes Back uh, previews came out, it was like, oh my God, this is pure excitement. It pretty much is a perfect movie. You have to admit it. So have they gone back in time? I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're doing that. I'll tell you what, let me use the bathroom quick, dude. I'll be back in a flash. Yeah. All right. Oh, here we go with the tourists. He was honestly the father. Is that Hutch? See the seven, think we're looking for sunken treasure. Look at that guy. That pipe hasn't left his mouth for the whole time he's been on camera. are being made for a dive. Hope you guys noticed I wasn't waving. Uh, we know you're on Jaws turned 50. That's fucking awesome. All right, let me get this back up here. Uh, you know, Grace always has to get with everything that's happening. Let's go check those valves. 
This is going to be the thing that sings them. Let's go check them valves. Man, this is an identical situation to those billionaires. See that operator. Here's the red tape. Here's the government red tape. Copy. Sir, would you give this board a, uh, a brief description of what the exhibit encompasses? All the working systems for the survival of the submarine, all the mechanics for the hydraulics and electronics, construction materials, complete engineering. It gives the capabilities of... Excuse me, Mr. Bateman, what are the life support systems? Completely described. And were there any uh, alterations made to the life support system? No, Captain, no alterations, no malfunction. The pre-dive check was perfect. The pre-dive check was perfect. <laughs> I think they're going back and forth in time of, like, the accident happened, and then they're doing, like, government interviews. You gotta see this, Crocious. You have to see this line. Oh, yeah. Oh my god, this is amazing. I'm so excited. Thanks, man. Because I'm going to rewind a little bit because I want to see it go from... Because I think what they're doing, and I explained this when you were in the bathroom. Yeah. I think the accident happened, and you're, the movie is going to be their, like, inquest. Like, they're getting interviewed by the government oh, okay. as to what happened, and the movie is going to be, like... This is what happened. So I think they bounced from like them getting saved. Is that like deductive reasoning? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. No, that's because there was yeah. a couple scenes that went by. So oh no, I no, think, no, it makes sense. What yeah. you're saying makes total as a structure of a story it makes total sense. Yeah, I'm just saying is it deductive reasoning or in? I, I, I should know that. Uh, yeah, th th that's a classic sort of, October you know. October 23rd, 1973, an yes. official board yep. of investigation convened a America loves hearing. a legal drama. Well, Any sort of legal proceeding, it's been a trope. For, since you know the days Perry Mason really tapped into that it's always been there your day in court but loss of life now this investigation and determination I remember this guy purposes that looks like a that's there's always they had good typecasting back then like that guy those look like government fucks absolutely now everyone's got to look hot and have fucking shoulder muscles well, exactly. and shit. I know. <laughs> that's why i kind of like it there's there's a gritty realism to like like mid-70s filmmaking you know that i always liked but this is these are the movies that I, I as a kid that i would see you know, i'd watch on Here tv we go. <laughs> it started on a bright it started on a bright thank you for uh wait spoon feeding the, the wait uh, till you hear that i'm prepping you so hard yeah. for this line okay I'll just shut up for a little bit. No, it's fine. the yacht knew what awaited, they would turn back. Oh, here we go with the tourists. That's always the same. See the sudden, think we're looking for sunken treasure. Man, that was a thing of even the 90s. The dude going out combing the beaches for fucking coins and shit. Absolutely. Hey, I, I still have that fantasy. Pre the movie <laughs> coming out, was were people obsessed with the Titanic? Bringing it back to the sub thing? Well, yeah, well, like, was has it, that always been a craze? No, it was interesting. It, yeah, it was always a thing. I mean, I remember in the, in, in the 70s when I was a kid, the Titanic was something you knew about. Like, it's definitely echoed through time. You know what chest. I mean? Like the Titanic is definitely oh that's very seventies too. You're 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 letting it out. You're loosening up, up, man. See that has his eight chest hairs peeking yeah. out right there. <laughs> but no, but but um, but no the, the uh, what we were talking about the arc the arc of the uh, 
we were talking about the uh, the seventies and, and, and movies of that time uh, of the the archive. I can't remember, man. I lost you just forgot thought. what you were talking yeah, yeah, about. Yeah, exactly. I did, man. I know exactly. It's crazy. What, what were we talking about again? What was it? I, Bailey? What were we just talking? Oh, people. When when did the Titanic become popular? In the seventies, when I was a kid, it was still a thing. <laughs> it was still a thing. Then in the eighties. Uh, what was a, th a breakthrough moment in the 80s for the Titanic was in 89, they actually had the very first vessels made it down to it and were able to take pictures of it. No ship had gone down. It was, that was 1989. That okay, was, so that was 75 years after it So song. that's probably what kickstarted Cameron of wanting to make the movie. Yeah, I, I, when I, the pictures It was a National Geographic story in 1989 that the very first, like, uh, they built a device that could actually get down there. Because otherwise, I think the level of water you go under is the equivalent of 13 Empire State buildings. Oh, yeah. Well, you know? like we found out, yeah, they get crushed immediately. You know, so, so th that to me is, that was kind of a breakthrough. And then I think the idea probably of doing a movie sprung from that, you know, and so, and then they were making it when I lived out here in my twenties and I remember it was like all over budget and it was like, oh my God, it's just real. And, and it's it, getting control of him. And and what I love and, about it is it came out in the summer and was a flop. And then they just, for some reason, ran it during Christmas of that year. They yeah. did like a last gasp, like let's show it during the Christmas break and it exploded. Yeah. But yeah, like I the saw initial during, run, yeah. nobody cared about it. It's, it's, crazy. That, it's that Christmas break. It was like one of the few summer blockbusters that needed a winter yeah. for it to interesting. Like get interesting. popular. Maybe the iceberg. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Here, we'll continue. A relationship. Look at this. Fucking and it's very much, I mean, fuck. it's very much a chick's movie. You know what I mean? Very. It's a chick flick, right? Titanic is very oh, much. Oh yeah, but I, you know? I was. In I like Titanic. I was in second grade when that came out. And oh my god, everyone was old. obsessed about it. God, am I old? We were all renting Titanic books from the library. I everyone, was in graduate school. That's awesome. You know, I was twenty-eight years old. I was old. transcribing the lyrics to Nirvana songs on my little <laughs> fucking legal pad. And, and now forgetting my train of thought. But, but thank you for bringing me back, James Bailey, and thank you, Keith, for bringing me back. I, I did remember my point on that because your original question, I believe, was, "Hey, was the Titanic a thing?" You know. And, uh, or was it just, you know, the movie was, it made it, well, I mean, the movie obviously has solidified it even further into the oh, future, yeah. you know, well, and they're already, contributed to the mythology. They're already going to have a documentary about the submarine. Here we go. And you will now testify it's a true copy. Sir, would you give this board a, uh, a brief description of what the exhibit encompasses? All the working systems for the survival of the submarine, all the mechanics for the hydraulics and electronics. Construction materials, complete engineering. It gives the capabilities of... Excuse me, Mr. Bateman, what are the life support systems? Completely described. And were there any... Uh, this is great. Alterations made to the life support system? No, Captain, no alterations, no malfunction. The pre-dive check was perfect. The pre-dive check was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> there you know. Oh, da 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 da. And then the it happens. <laughs> exactly. I love the double line. The yeah. pre-dive check was perfect. Yeah. The pre-dive check was perfect. <laughs> That trope, I guess what? Well, that goddamn pre-dive check has been keeping me awake at <laughs> night for decades now. What is the first, what is a movie where that's successful? Like Look at Rosebud? They couldn't, you know they couldn't I mean? get like, Elvis. Like, like wh 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 what's a movie where that, that, that double line is actually a successful dramatic moment? I was going to say, would it be like a... I've never a, known it. It's always been tongue-in-cheek, a comedic fucking yeah. rip. In every movie, it's always been a like pretend <laughs> cheesy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I think this it is, might that's have been why from... I left. This is the first instance of a realistic <laughs> double repeat. <laughs>
Look at that. That's such God. was an era of rich man. Oh. The Hawaiian shirt. Very fucking deplane, deplane. Yeah. <laughs> Ricardo Montalban. Look, look at that, like, seafaring. They're just having a drink. You know, it's... Oh, they, 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 that's uh, Michael Glacier. Montalban right set the standard for, yep. the, for the seaman. That, that's Hutch right there. Or Starsky. We just saw him. He's having a drink. Yeah, also being a, at sea and like... Yeah, that was another thing they used to have, too. Like, the disaster movie back then had to have a song. There was one song that was part of it, too, you know? Like, you know the song for Poseidon Adventure? There has to be a morning after. Like, that, that, that was yeah. for the Poseidon Adventure. But, like, they had to have, like, a song in it, I think. Like, a, you know. Sam's a diver. Certainly, I mean, Airport 75, Helen Reddy. Be kind to yourself. That looks like Kurt Russell. No, no, it's not. A young Russell? No, no he would no, be, he would been like 14 in this. Yeah. Or 16. Dad, maybe he Although he was, he was a Disney star. Oh, he probably got diddled. He, was a Disney he probably star. got diddled on the set. Well, he, I mean, he was a Disney star in the late 60s. I remember Capra, seeing Kurt Russell movies. Capra gave him a little pinch on the cheek while he was knows? walking down. Who knows? But, is, uh, he, is he a, is he a, his dad was Kurt Douglas, or it was Michael Douglas, right? Who, who? Kirk Douglas. Oh, Kirk Douglas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 Michael Douglas. Kirk Douglas was Michael Douglas. Was Michael Douglas' dad. So yeah. he grew up on the set. Yeah, we, we, I thought we were talking about. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. I was gonna say yeah. that looks like a young Michael Douglas. No, the Michael Douglas was probably in his twenties by this time. Yeah, he was him. already a big star. But that was a. He was in the streets of San Francisco with Carl Malden, like in the early seventies, and he had that hairstyle, you know, and he was able to make the transition from TV into uh, into movies with Coma. He was in the movie Coma. <laughs> What about Kurt Russell? When did Kurt Russell pop in? Well, well for me, Kurt Russell was late 60s, and, uh, and it was um, uh, Disney movies. Like the, te- uh, the Sha- not the Shaggy DA, but the, the 10,000 oh, uh, some, you know, movies like that. Disney movies, those to me are like Homeward Bound, the OG ones, where it was just like a real animal with a voiceover <laughs> yeah, over yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. I hated those fucking movies. <laughs> the Incredible Mr. Limpet can suck my dick. Yeah, well, yeah what a bizarre, like, hey, this where, is like, a human idea. becomes an animal. <laughs> <laughs> then they finally did Homeward Bound right and applied yeah. the voice of Michael J. Fox and Sally Field. God, I had that, that, that. That's a good gig for them, you know. Good for them, but yeah, it. Uh, so yeah, Ready this J- M- Michael Glazer. He's one of the guys. You'll see him here. He's he's got he's dark hair, not long hair. You see, he changed his look for Starsky and Hutch. Starsky and Hutch, I think, ran from seventy four to I want to say like seventy nine, and, and it was very much a bad. I think it was in the same day as uh, Six Million Dollar Man. I think Six Million Dollar Man was the lead in to Starsky and Hutch. But this is early television for me. I really don't remember it very well, very clearly. The pilot and passenger. Uh, this dude's been in stuff. That's not oh, yeah. Martin Balsam. That's not him. Well, there's an intercom. I mean, he's in this movie. Is that maybe it is him? I don't. I thought that was someone different. I thought Martin Balsam was. Um, Here, let's look. Let's I'm sorry. let's minimize. He's apologizing. I know. <laughs> Here, I have this pulled up. He's got his own Wikipedia. This is why we do to. this. He's enough. Of him. You see, that's Martin Balsam. See, I say he's he hasn't been introduced yet. He has, yeah, he hasn't been introduced. Well, he's yet. coming in later in the story. That's always a good he's introduction. He's one of the you know? rescuers, I think. Yeah, he's probably managing it. You know, you have to be an authoritative man. Yeah, the buildup is always so fucking slow. This in is this. the most replayed part right here at the end. Well, I want to see Michael Gla- uh, Michael Glazer. Well, it should be coming up here pretty soon, I think. God. No, I'll give you the facts here. You name it. Truth is, I'd rather be inside with them than out here. I think he's drunk. I need my metamucil. It's crazy. I go to the rabbit YouTube rabbit hole of like drunk actors. A lot of actors were hammered when they were filming scenes back then. I mean, very romantic. Really drunk, you know? 
Well, that, that's what uh, Robert Shaw, when he did his... Uh, oh, he was hammered. He was hammered, and he's hammered, and he thought he didn't do a very good job. Bailey so said in the chat, by the way, Jaws turned 50 this year. No, it didn't. It came out in 75, not 73. Okay. It's 48. Okay. So I, I, have to, I have to correct you on that. Because Let I, me see. I, uh, I mean, he might... This could be like a real thing. No, 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 no. no. Okay, I'm just looking <laughs> it up. Don't fucking... He didn't bring it up on, on his own. He just... He might have heard that it was the fucking... <laughs> I'm just goofing, man. Sorry. I don't mean <laughs> I hope you're wrong so much. I know. I probably am. But uh, you know, I, I just uh I don't know. I think Jaws came out in seventy five, not seventy three. First blockbuster, Jaws. I saw it. I Jaws fiftieth coming in. Oh, it's twenty twenty five. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I'm prideful on that moment. I'm right. I won. I'm right. It's He's so the one who said right. Jaws turned 50. Yeah. I, I, oh, dude, it's... I'm just goofing. I, I, dude, you don't know the things they put on the internet now. The things they put on the internet. These are the things they put on the internet. Do, 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 internet. I want to see if there's any news. <laughs> I, I had a musical moment there. I felt good about it. You know, uh, Spielberg regrets making Jaws. Really? Yeah, because he said he doesn't like that it made sharks like mean. That like sharks don't sharks don't attack people. Yeah, like, they don't at all. Like they it's only rare. they only bite people when you're bleeding, and it's because they think you're a whale carcass. Like it's yeah. not because they think you're in danger. Like they are liter quite literally harmless. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh, more people die of mosquitoes every year than, than shark attacks. Yeah. It's like. Eight people a year die of a shark attack, and like 1.5 million die of malaria. You know, I mean, seriously, the mosquito is truly a lethal. Like, uh, uh, if you want to get pissed off at a, uh, they've been showing a creature. They've been know? having drones fly over the coastline, and they've revealed how often swimmers come to just like swimming next to sharks. Wow! Like sharks swim next to the coast all the time. Like yeah. there are people surfing, having fun, and they don't know that there's a shark right underneath them. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, it's. I tell you what, when I went to Belize, I swam in a school of nurse sharks. Belize, puppy. There he is. There he is. There he is. He's the guy in command. With they're like young, hot Hollywood of that. There he is, right there. That that star. Isn't it amazing how I'm staying sexy in this pressurized environment? I think this literally share this. That was a look back then. Yeah, that kind of dark, long, kind of long hair like that. That was definitely like a kind of a cutting edge, sexy sort of look. You know. I remember, I'll tell you what, I told us the whole story before. Uh, when I first saw the Farrah Fawcett poster, it was, yeah, yeah. I, you know, I was eight years old and I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah. women, women look good. Bailey, There's something I like about <laughs> Bailey just put in the chat like nine times. I was wrong. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> As well, you know something? 48 is old. That should still make you feel like a grandpa. Oh, absolutely it does. You, you know? didn't see Jaws in theaters. That You were like a young kid when Jaws came out. No, I out, saw right? Jaws in the theater. I was yeah. six years old. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's your first movie. Well, uh, one, one of, of the first Yeah, movies. absolutely. I, I badgered my father. Can we see it? Can we see it? Can we see it? Can we see it? I'm not spending a dollar for it. He was like, okay, we'll parents, do it. Now... Here's what I always get interested in this because parents have to be parents, especially back then. Yeah. Having fun with your kids wasn't really in the cards. Yeah. Yeah. So like my parents excuse was always, we can't afford it and they couldn't, but yeah. I would imagine that you're because your dad had a decent job. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like he wasn't rich, but he so had a middle class job. So your parents had to come job. up with a different no for you. 
because you guys could afford it and yeah. you probably knew you could afford it. My so they had to come up with a like, no, that's a treat and you need to earn it. Well, I, that was sometime in my, in my life, but with that time it was more like my mom being like, listen, it's a scary movie and you're six years old. Yeah. You shouldn't see a scary. I was like, but it's PG. It's PG. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I mean, and just like having a debate and my brother and I, and my brother, my father and I went to Jaws and I th I've told the story before about this, the famous scene where the head comes out from the, from the boat, you know, that great reveal scene. One of the best scenes in the movie, obviously, was when the head came out. My father had already seen the movie and like right before that scene, my, my, my brother was like, yeah, I got to go to the bathroom, dad. And my dad was like, you got to watch this scene. You got to watch this scene. Okay. And like when that scene happened, my brother was totally freaked out. He didn't That's pee. Great. He didn't pee himself, but he, you know what I mean? Like it was like he wanted to, <laughs> uh, that might've been in the cards. Like that's how that movie and the exorcist were almost like mystical, like horror type movies. They had this mystical. The exorcist impact. scared me as a kid. Oh, a hundred percent. If you watch it, I saw like when it was re-released in 2000, it's still pretty good. It's got that 70s grittiness to it. The doctor is like smoking a cigarette <laughs> while they're doing an MRI on uh, on Linda Blair, you know, when they're, when they're first trying to figure out what the hell is wrong with her and they don't realize it's actually possession. That's going a on. great point. This is how another Spielberg full circle. You saw Jaws like we saw Jurassic Park. Oh, oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Yes, absolutely. Because same yes. age, same technology. And a different type of monster movie. Yeah. Uh, this was more on land. And he also knew how to like, oh, the E.T. thing had affected him. I'm like, oh, there's got to be certain relationships and kind of a something, a, a kind of a softer relationships, if that makes sense. That's another yeah. thing my parents could throw at me, too, because of the times. We'll wait till it comes out on video. Everything. Mm. If I if it, it had mm. to be only the Batman movies consistently, I've seen every Batman movie in the theaters on or near opening day. Yeah, it's the one exception they would make. Yeah, because yeah, because they knew how much you liked. It's just it. a tradition. They started a monster. Yeah. I have to see all the Batman movies. Yeah, no, I tell you what, I didn't always get what I wanted. I can tell you that much. I, I was, I mean, my, my my family was very much of the Midwest Dude. work ethic. You know, one it was just like day I was at my godmom's house. Yeah. And my mom, my godparents, and my sister all went to see the movie Groundhog Day, and I threw a fit. You did really? Because I couldn't go. Like literally, just because just like, I couldn't be included. Yeah. Because my mom kept telling me, like, you're not gonna like it. Like, you're not old enough to get it. You're not gonna like yeah. it. Like, yeah. I guarantee you, you're not gonna have fun. Yep. And I was just like, no, no, no. And I remember just being a little. Cause they left me with the old, with their older son at then I just remember being so betrayed and like so furious at my sister that she got to see groundhog day. And like, was there ever a moment where like a group of your parents went to see a movie with someone and you were like, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys saw that? Yeah. No, oh God. Yeah. Good point. No, I, I, I can't think. I be? can't believe you be? saw that without me. Like the, a moment like that. Or were they new, interesting? Like, good point. Or good were they point. said like, we're going to see this movie with your cousins. You can't come at them. Yeah, that would happen sometimes. I can't think of which movies it would have been though. It's a good point. Cause I mean, late seventies cinema is when I got my teeth cut any which way, but loose was very much in my mind. Uh, uh, Burt Reynolds movie, you know, the, the whole, uh, uh, uh the, God, the Burt Reynolds movie, the smoking the bandit. Yeah. I mean, that was a I've very much, that. oh, that was very much etched in my mind. We, I mean, there, there's certainly like, like late seventies cinema and like Star Wars is in there. Uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind is in there. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think other like late seventies movies of that era. Fucking what's the, the claymation one? 
Titans, well, Clash of the Clash Titans. Clash of the Titans in 81. Yeah. That, that, I got a little older, but I still appreciated that. I, as I said before, I chose that movie over <laughs> Raiders of a Lost Ark. And my mom picked me up from basketball camp. I was like, let's see Clash of the Titans. And you know something? I'll say it before. I don't regret that decision. And, and I love Raiders of a Lost Ark. I mean, it's still, when I first saw Raiders of a Lost Ark, it blew me away. I loved the movie, you know? I remember there being a buzz about that. I didn't see it until it was released for like two months. And when I saw it, I was like, this movie is great. You know, I uh, love Raiders of a Lost like Ark. It looks like they're losing oxygen. Bailey he says, my parents went to see Austin Powers 1 on a parent date night, and they told me, and I got upset. <laughs> wow, my old. That was late 20s by then. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Were you this. interested in Austin Powers, or were you kind of oh, like... I thought it was funny. Yeah. yeah I, the first one was, the sequels were uh, not good. I always get interested in what people's tastes were when they were cutting their teeth doing stand-up, because stand-up could jade your sensibilities to where, like... You, I used to like stuff, and then you start doing stand-up, and you get all snooty and uppity, yeah. and you're like, that's not smart enough for me or yeah, like that's yeah. hack yeah like oh, there's probably a, a five years into my stand-up career i'd probably tell you like austin powers sucks yeah yeah it's a fucking not it's not real comedy like just some up your ass and shit like that yeah yeah no so I, I always I, get interested in like most new comics love monty python like there's a rhythm oh to it. yeah no i i i was a huge monty python fan without a doubt huge monty python no doubt about that but yeah for me in terms of the comedies, though, what's disturbing to me, where I I, I, ref, I just think about this today, reflecting back on the movie Porky's, because I saw a picture of Kim. Movie's about a guy in the clan. Yeah, and, and Kim Cattrall has a famous scene where she howls like a, yeah. a wolf. I used to, fucked. my dad had that on tape, and I used to watch just that scene. Yeah. I used to fast forward. I didn't even know what the movie was about. It, it was such a... A weird, like a, a sex romp type, because you didn't have porn access. So this is kind of the closest you got to it before you had a VHS to really get porn. So I mean, these movies were exciting. To, they, they, I mean, but it was such a juvenile, like undeveloped sense of like sexuality when you think about it. And it was yeah. like when I look back on that, that I mean, there was there was an entire Ooh. litany of movies like that. You know, the old T O K E N. <laughs> Here we go. Yep. Here's Balsam. And three guppies. The partridge in the pantry. Ah, yes, I'm the drunken captain. This is captain. totally a jaw. This is like they knew Jaws was coming out. Well, it, well, it's, it's almost like they got it. They got a steely guy, or maybe Jaws that archetype was an overused thing, and Jaws just nailed it. The like, yeah, yeah Jaws got it right. The bearded sailor that's all fucking crusty and been around. Yeah. Well, that's like I think I told you I had a very good friend who did a a, a, a six week boat. Uh, a six week week boat tour on like a hundred and twenty six foot schooner. He did six weeks of like basic seamanship, tying knots and shit. And it was, you know, a big sailboat. And they went out in the Atlantic Ocean for six weeks and didn't see land. And whenever you had that, you had like a captain, two mates, and you always have a fourth guy who's like an old crusty man because he's the big. Ex like I've seen this all. It's the same thing. Like sixty six. Like he can. Like when you run into, into problems, Keith. When you run into problems, you always have the old crusty guy on the ship because he can. Like it's an actual. Like you actually have it on, on a crew. Like if you have a, like a ship you're running. A buddy of mine said when he did a the six week tour in in in, in, uh, in the Atlantic Ocean. Six week. No, no, it was, it was a three three hour. Oh, I know. Yeah, but it was a. <laughs> It was a six-hour or six-week tour, and they said uh, you know, there was a captain. There's the two mates. Tour was the one the Irish did in, in the twenties. The, there was a. <laughs> the, there was the captain. There was the two like mates, and then there's always a crusty old guy. Yeah, who literally is like, 
in case you encounter storms, he's like, no, this is nothing like 68. I'm going to scare you. You know, and, and, and literally, but he knew all the bad stories. So you kind of, you knew how to like manage things a little better. You wanted the old vet on there. You need the to old also trust. To qu- quell your fear too. Like if you thought it was going to be kind of a, this is nothing like we had in 68. It's like when you look to the you know? flight attendants on planes when there's turbulence. Yeah, yeah. yeah when yeah. they sit down and buckle up, that's when you know like, oh, this is about to get Rough. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, because usually when, when they're like just standing up and going through it, yeah, they're oh. fine. Yeah. On the way to and from Atlanta, we flew through thunderstorms. Ooh. Have you, we like, it was the first time we've flown through clouds that had lightning coming through. Ooh, yeah. Have yeah. you ever had that? Yes, I have. Ooh, I have. it's terrifying. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, yeah, I, yes, absolutely. Here's I, I had to divert a flight one time into DC. We had to fly new, to Newport News, Virginia. Because there's just no way around it. Because there were massive tornadoes, like massive tornadoes in D.C. And I remember we were we were kind of descending, and it was like, this is a pretty rough descent, you know. And I got a pretty, you pretty felt the plane getting pushed. Oh, down and, and it stuff. was just like, like really rattling, you know. And they were like, oh, we have to be diverted. We had to go down there for six hours for the storms to pass, and we flew up. We had to fly uh, St. Louis to Chicago. I've had that too. We had to just we had to kind of dodge thunderstorms, like yeah. at least three good thunderstorms in the from, way. Up. We were supposed to fly from Atlanta over like Oklahoma and like arc over. Yeah, we had to divert into Central Texas wow. and fly around a just massive. And then we landed and we found out like twelve tornadoes rolled through Oklahoma. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How, how much time did that add to your flight? Not much. It actually took less. I think we caught a tailwind. I think they found yeah. like the little pockets of air. Yeah. We actually had it shaved 10 minutes off either side. Oh, that's great. Yeah, when you get a good tailwind, you know, it's like, yeah, you can get the short journey. I've done here to Chicago in, in like three hours, you know. Two hours and 58 minutes. Shit like this that. is paced so like a TV movie <laughs> I know. because like. They haven't given you anything yet. I know. Because they want you to last through the commercial breaks. Yeah. But I feel like TV writing has gotten so much more mature. Here it is. We have to just demarcate it with this line. Though the scientific community would classify it as routine, it becomes an event. Or in the jargon of the outsiders present, a happening. I mean, that's a square, like, exposite, right? That voiceover? Yeah. That, that's always, they say, like, voiceover is like a, a crutch when it's in a movie. Uh, Goodfellas voiceover works pretty damn well. I think there's a bit bit too much place into that, you know? I want to do... voiceover, that's fine. I want to do some contrast. want to pause this and go to the Baywatch episode. Sure. <laughs> See what fine. the fuck we got going on yeah, here. Yeah, this is fine. We, we get a gist of, like, this motif has been done before. It's like, captures This is what I want to do more, and this is what, like... Figure out the biggest news story and get a couple episodes of past or present television that like represent that. Yeah. Because t- t- what I love about TV is it's so. Uh, oh, look, it's the foreign version. I mean, this was softcore. Do you think do you think you had, you had friends who had early masturbation experiences to this? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, because by the time we were kids, Pam Anderson had done Playboy. Like I found about out about this show from her being in Playboy. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so when you think of like early beauties, like truly like stunning, is Pam Anderson in like who's yeah, who's in the Mount Rushmore? Tiffany Amber Thiessen as a kid. <laughs> okay, she was a big one. Yeah. Um. God, let's see who were the big the big sexy broads when I was a kid. Yeah, Pamela Anderson. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Oh, she was just starting up. Exactly. Selena was coming out, and I yep. know, I know her from being a fly girl on in Living yep. Color. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, she is beautiful. Who was that about oh, that? Uh, not Whitney Houston. I'm trying to think of Bullock a little bit. There's Pamela Lee right there. There she is. Bo- Sandra Bullock a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, uh, interesting. Because I'm just trying to think of the heart. Because she was in that movie with fucking in Demolition Man where it takes before he gets unfrozen in the future. That's my first introduction to her. And they fuck with a hoop on their head. Yeah. This whole like, here we are, man. Long ass fucking uh, intro. It literally goes on. Look at this. <laughs> We're so hot, man. That's what we do, man. Being hot and shit. Yeah, the, literally the intro is like 13 minutes. What, what year is this? Is this like 1996? No, wait. Yeah, no, 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 no. This is season six. I'm just used to where we are in TV history. Yeah, what? Because she was Pamela Lee. There was no Anderson. I could read it backwards. I'm just curious. I, oh, I, no, no, no. I'm going to look yeah. for you. So this is a part one of two. I think it's season six, episode one. So it might be 95 because in that show, yeah, it's September 30th, 95. Wow. That's when I first moved to, uh, moved to LA. I moved that week. Wow. It's a long time ago. <laughs> I was backwards. Till one. <laughs> what are you talking about? You can't become a recurrent. Why not? Hasselhoff, man. Oh, dude, he was a fucking, he fucking, he took down the Berlin Wall. Yeah, man. He toppled the wall. I mean, he was, a, I, I remember him from Knight Rider. Neely I, Capshaw, I watched Knight Rider. the unwholesome psycho lifeguard who tried to frame Matt for sexual harassment, arrives back at Baywatch for a job as the switchboard operator and is greeted with a hostile reception from everyone, especially CJ, whom personally holds Neely responsible for Matt's departure. Uh, man, this is like a whole synopsis. <laughs> Who's fucking any? Oh, uh, when an abandoned offshore oil rig collapses after hitting an old submerged mine, trapping Cody Neely and four of the others. Man, so you got all that personal strife. Yeah, and then they're put in a situation where they have to like each other. Oh, they get along. Yeah, that classic thing. Get over their beef. Oh, who's that in the foreground? Is that Yasmin Bleef or something? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then the other one, the, the one in the middle. That's the non-sexual one. The one that there was always one lady who was, sub, you're like, you're not the hot one. Yeah. Well, because she was like probably older She's the too, Marcy. You, know? you remember Marcy from fucking uh, Married with Children? Oh, yeah. The yeah. neighbor Marcy. Something yes. you joke about her being a lesbian a little bit, maybe. Well, I don't know if you know that, but she in real life, oh, yeah. she is a certified girl. But I'm kisser. saying that character. Yeah. There was always yeah. someone that was the gym teacher of the fucking, of the ladies yeah, crew. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. And she, I mean, she was one of the few, I think, out actresses back You needed then, the bull you know? D. You know? The bull D. Marcy. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, that's Richard Hatch. That's Richard Hatch, man. Yeah, he, he's in uh, Battlestar Galactica. He plays uh, the, the, the guy who's the, the rebel leader. Yep. You know? Uh, he was also in uh, Logan's Run. Uh, that's one way to put it. I think he died recently. Have lunch with me after this. He seems like in that age range. Yeah, I mean, because he was acting. In the, I mean, this is in the night. This is 15 oh, yeah. years after, you know. There's a, we'll go to that. We'll go to the Baywatch channel. Oh, my God. Hope Here, let me catch this is, oil There's actually, rig what, like part. a network or something? I mean, yeah, like, just permanent Here, Baywatch 24-7. We're going to see the oil rig collapse, God. and then we could fucking, yeah. Yeah, Pluto, or uh, Roku TV has a Baywatch channel. <laughs> wow. They also must have made like 250 episodes. This was the syndicated show. Yeah. Like when I think of syndication, I think of this show. See, I was thinking of Star Trek Next Generation, but but you're right. This was bigger. I mean, I know like, I guess 
like in rest restaurants at that era, like like when this show was on, dishes weren't getting washed and stuff because everyone like everyone would watch this. You know, it was like Baywatch took it over. There was like a Baywatch half an hour for like the it restaurant. It was always on class. in the afternoon in my area. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it, like it was Saturday one p.m. television. Was it kind of like at the same time as Xena Warrior Princess yeah, and like Andromeda? Andromeda, and then also what was the Kevin Sorbo one? That's Hercules. Andromeda. Oh, that's Hercules Andromeda. and Andromeda. Yeah. He had both of them. He yeah. fucking ran syndication. Yeah, like he had a. I mean, he had a career, right? I mean, oh fuck, I think we got to sometimes. Well, what, a, what, a, what a path to go down. Why syndication? You know, because I think it's the the money. It had to do with funding and like, uh, there was less restraints. I think they cared. The networks cared less about it, so better ideas got through on syndication. And I think just the syndication is showed more frequently. So I think the residuals, like the back end, was more yeah. profitable. Yeah. Like Star Trek made its bones yeah. off syndication. Oh yeah, the absolutely. original show was flop. Oh, absolutely. The primetime one. Yeah, like that's when you think of Star Trek, you think oh Saturday afternoon four four thirty. Oh, I always think of after school, like at four thirty in the afternoon after school, like in the fall. Next of generation. Seventy seven. Yeah, that's when I think of the original Star Trek. I didn't discover Next Generation until four years into Next Generation. I didn't discover it until nineteen ninety one, and I loved it. I loved Next Generation. It took me a little bit. I like Deep Space Nine and shit because there yeah. seems to be more battles and conflicts. Yeah. Next Generation tried to capture the soap opera-ness of the original one more. But like, again, I like the Borg one, but that's a movie. Yeah, that's like I, a separate movie. The Borg one is, is a high watermark and also the uh, uh, reunification, which was a, a Romulan episode two-part. And there's also one where there's a Klingon civil war. That's a good episode, too. What's the one where fucking uh, Picard becomes... Not, it's I think it's Reser Star Trek Nemesis. I think it is. It's one of the movies. Ooh, one of the, la one one of those, the last one of those mid nineties like movies. Well, the, uh, first contact is is the uh, is, is the first uh, next generation one. I mean, uh, the it was just next gen next generation. Yeah, but I, I generations think was Nemesis. The baton I being think passed. is the one where they like turn Picard into like a monster. He gets like the white skin and he be gets like a fucking robot. Oh, oh suit. That, that's is best that of, the Borg one. That's the, it's best of both worlds. Yeah, I mean that that's a great episode. Like when I, when I watched that episode for the first time, honest to God, I was high fiving my roommate. It was like, oh my god, I mean that that I watched it like several times years later. It's still a good episode. It really look at is. Him, look at the it's so daunting. <laughs> Watch out for the. <laughs> What are they doing? Are they just taking a boat underneath it or I something? Or? I think some they gotta they gotta go get some barnacles off we'll it for a rare out. delicacy. Yeah. And what, what's <laughs> happening? Are they gotta go you know, raise some food. I guess we could have figured that out, but we would have had to sit through the whole episode. I went to a Thrasher party, the magazine Thrasher in Venice Beach with Jasmine. She used to work there. We went there last week. It was very like it felt I don't know like very it was very beachy down there in a way, you know. And very like LA aging hipster, you know? I'm gonna be an aging hipster. I'm holding on to my hipsterness at 54. <laughs> Ooh, look at this guy fucking. My hair's blowing in the wind, man. Watch out, man. Oh, that's a mine. Uh oh, yeah, okay. What, is it an old mine from. World War Two. This is so hardcore that they probably did have an abandoned oil rig that they let them blow up. <laughs> That'd be great if they did. I've thought about that with it my. It does look like they were cleaning barnacles off the bottom. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, look at that. That's a that's a real budget CGI. The same people who worked in Escape from LA did that CGI. So right you there. know that's a CGI that like it's gotta be if right. This episode doesn't get ratings. You guys are done. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Careers were on the line. It better look good. Okay, it's rolling off. Okay, I'll give you that. You know, it's dynamic.
I mean, it's such, look at it, right? Isn't that? <laughs> Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna roll on the floor, and we're gonna change the angle of the camera to make it look like you're... Yeah, th yeah this is drama. There's some buildup here. Good slow motion. Slow motion was still a trope, man. You know? What's wrong, buddy? Okay. Drop the battery. Okay. I've just okay. got to find it because I'm Look at this. See, it. they're underwater oh, now. This is crazy. Yeah, they get trapped. It's trapped under the sea. Like, the, oh, the yeah. oil rig is submerged. Yep. Uh, they die. He gets it right here. He's got you, right? <laughs> oh! <laughs> the food cart! Oh! Oh, here we go. And they had the background of them having beef with each other because they've been like fucking around behind each other's backs and stuff and stealing girlfriends and boyfriends and business dealings that have gone south a little bit, you know? It's not going well. And that's how they leave you. Wow. That's, uh, that's cutting edge. Can you imagine trauma. having to wait a week? <laughs> Well, that's one thing about old Trek to or, or Star Trek Next Generation. They'd have like a season finale episode. You had to wait four months. Yeah. You know, and I mean. Or like that's, I remember putting on Facebook to you or like knowing, like missing an episode of television in the 90s had such consequences. Oh, yeah. Because you're like, I don't know when they're going to show this again. Yeah. Like yeah, reruns weren't as prevalent like now or it's just like go on our website and they, they were it. but it was like nothing i mean nothing like now or man. you the think access is incredible sometimes now. i wouldn't trip like oh, oh i missed an episode of the power rangers i'll watch it on saturday morning and then they'd show you a random different one. Oh, really like so I, I always hated when you'd yeah. think you'd know what rerun was coming up and you'd be like why are they showing season one <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah it's such a different experience it really is and it, like uh, knowing your lack of options. So like, even if you like, let's say you're expecting an episode of party of five to come on, like, Oh, maybe they'll show this one. And then it's not that episode. And you're like, well, now I got to sit and watch it. Cause yeah. I was excited about this and I yeah. haven't didn't plan anything else and there's nothing <laughs> on. So now well, I have to just watch this disappointing episode of party of five. You were a big party of five fan. I right? liked it. Did you have a crush on Jennifer? Love yes. Duet? I was going to say she's one of the loves. The early she, was, ones. she was a big throb. Yeah. I thought she was cute. Oh, but and it, then I think I'm young enough that like by yes. like I would could probably count Britney Spears and Aguilera. Ooh. Uh Britney Spears, I, I was 31. It was like, like 97. Oh my they God. came out. I was yeah. like, holy this is a uh, a young person being pretty sexual. It's like, wow, this is you know it was definitely like the po the porn <laughs> love, palette. This is know? a young person being <laughs> sexual. <laughs> you know, I, I noticed, I mean yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was that? What? He's a caller, a minor. You know, yeah, I was just like, wow, this is a little bit, uh, I don't know, they're, they're playing with things with that, you know? They were, they were. Look at this, they got this big boat to save them or what? I think they do. I like this voiceover. Just do the voiceover oh, to the image of, yeah. So, and a, you might as well hear the traffic in Burbank coming <laughs> yeah. from behind them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let me into Wonder Burger or whatever. Let me into Fat Burger. <laughs> oh, this is, I love the scenario of the the Houdini scenario. Yes. It's filling up. The, and they'll be at their lip at the ceiling <laughs> by the end of the episode. 
okay, take a big breath. Because I'm gonna go, I gotta open the door, right? That's always a thing too. And then they would always. By the way, the water would be filthy. It would, they would, you know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And then it gets to the where it's gonna submerge them, and you're gonna get that one moment where you're like, they're not gonna save them. Oh, exactly. And then they would play because you're like, this is season six. Yeah. They could end the show. This guy would not be alive. That's a lot of his body. Yeah, again, they're faced with dilemmas. This is, this, this is what uh, disaster movies were in the 70s. That there was the three main disaster movies, Poseidon Adventure, Earthquake, and Towering Inferno. And the best of the three, I used to think it was Earthquake, and I like Earthquake, but it's actually Towering Inferno. Towering Inferno actually has Paul Newman and Steve McQueen, Faye Dunaway's in it. Like, it had a, a power cast. But it's very much like everyone has dilemmas. There's dilemmas going on throughout the entire thing. You have to yeah. get through. You, you got to get through this flaming. So there's like there's like seven or eight dilemmas. And then there's a, there's a character who dies who's sympathetic that you kind of feel bad for when they die, you know. And there's one that survives you don't really like, you know. The bad guy always gets it, you know. It's That was the classic, you know, motif. Do you want to go back to the 74 movie? Or do you want to watch this? You want to take a break? Let's take a break, man. Absolutely. Let's do a little All break right. here, buddy. But good times. You guys can in, uh, enjoy this. Actually, we'll, are we going to do TV League when we come back or yeah, history? it's a good idea. So let's go back to the regular television here. But yeah, we're about an hour and 11 recording, but we've been live on Twitch for just about an hour here. Tried to go live on YouTube again, but it is gay. Uh, so we'll go, actually, we'll do, we'll do what Bailey says. We'll go to the Baywatch channel on Pluto TV. Let's see what we got in here. Boom, boom, boom. There it is. There we go. All right, we'll see you on the other side. You kept the cameras rolling. Hey, come on, Mitch. Well, do you exploit us like that? Look, what do you want me to do, man? Quit filming this and miss the most fabulous action sequence of the history of television? Get your butt off my... Mitch, 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 Mitch! I mean it! There you go! No, Mitch, it's not worth it. Come on, Mitch! Mitch, all right! Get off the beach right now. Or you'll be filming the most fabulous broken nose in television history. Alright everybody, that's a wrap. I have the tape. I have the tape. Wait, wait. Where's Garner? Here I come, here I come. I say, ladies and gentlemen, the lady prefers the real thing. Baby's got it going on. Baby's got it going on. Oh! All right, well, let's see if uh, you got it going on in here. Are you ready? Here we go. Rescue Bay. Oh, God, I can't watch this. You're going to be so great. All right. You're going to oh, be on. great. <laughs> Be back. <laughs> oh, there oh, he is. Oh, great job. Yeah. Oh, you look great. Oh, you did a good job. 
looks good. It looks good. It looks really great. Where's the rest of the movie? It's all brand cut together to show the network. Well, so what's happening? I mean, are they going to buy it? Nope. They passed. Oh. No, they didn't think the public would be interested in watching lifeguards running around on the beach. Oh. But they did say they were going to sell the show to foreign countries and syndication here in the States. Foreign countries? Yeah. Well, what syndication? Oh, that's what Oh, yeah, I've seen that show. I can't believe someone actually thought of this before me. Gee.
I know that, and you know that, but they don't know that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Gotta remember that one. Yeah, me too. Man, uh, gotta go, Dad. See you at dinner. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute. What about junior lifeguards? Uh, we kind of decided not to do junior guards this summer. Who decided? My dad gave us a place to rehearse. Yeah, we're gonna jam all summer. Well, you're not. Yes, I am. No, you're not. Yes, I. Excuse me. Could I have a little word with my son for a second? Thank you. Right over here. I can make my own decisions. Not decisions this important. What? You just get to make all the important decisions in my life? I just get to stand there, salute you, and follow orders? Is that it? Toby, I'm not telling you don't play your music. I'm just saying don't give up everything else in life to do it. Mom said if I didn't want to do junior guards, I didn't have to. And that if I want to be a musician, I should go for it and give it my all. 
when? When did your mom say that? Last week on the phone. She said I didn't have to follow in your footsteps and that I could do whatever I wanted with my life. See you there. Come on, guys. Let's go. Hey. Hey. Did you feel that earthquake this morning? What earthquake? It was a 5.5. You didn't feel it? CJ, I grew up here. I don't feel anything under a 6. My entire bed almost collapsed. Thank God there was no one under it. <laughs> Riley Ferguson. Riley, this is Mitch Buchanan. Mitch, how are you doing? Good, thanks. Riley's here with the team of geologists to install a seismometer in the mountain fault. Gotta make sure you don't have to become ocean lifeguards in Arizona. California falling into the ocean? Well, let's hope not. Riley's specialty is deep sea diving. Really? Hard hat or scuba? Both. But if I had my choice, I'd free dive. Oh, I would love to learn how to free dive. Hey, it's the closest thing to living under the sea. Makes you wish you had gills. You ever try it, Mitch? Oh, yeah, yeah. But I actually started developing gills, so I had to cut back. Uh, Mitch, I'm going to be going out to the fault tomorrow with Riley and the geologists. We'll be leaving around 3 a.m., and I think I'll be back around noon. Their permit requires a safety officer. And you volunteer. <laughs> yes. Look, um, I'll need to go over the details of your dive plan. So, uh, maybe we could do... Like dinner at my place? Great. But I gotta warn you, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> Great. I make an incredible black bean salad. Black bean salad? Good to meet you. Black bean salad. you all here bright and early Monday morning so we can start the water program. The first thing we're going to learn is CPR. And after spending a day with all you guys, I'm sure I'm going to be the one who needs it. <laughs> you guys stay here, okay? Figured out a, the right, figured out the right playbook yeah. to stymie it. You know, we're coming back, baby. Oh, they're Kids just in here. Well, All right. I've got to be. I got to think that. You know, wait a minute. What's that? Well, I, I don't want to so go. We're, we're here for the second half. We're going to do a little bit of TV league scores right here while we watch some Bawatch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to split the screen up here and we're going to we're going to go over the standings and the scores and who could have I'm more interested now because it's the same shows that are finishing first, second and third. And I'm really interested now with those. What are those shows that are almost cracking that mm. are like because that's where you could forecast in the next year's race of like these are the cusp shows that yeah. like could catch on. Yeah. But who knows what with the writer strike? It's all going to be based on reruns. Yeah. Next year yeah and game shows. Yeah, so I mean, like that's what's interesting. If we talk about wallpaper TV, 
real TV is going to be wallpaper TV because it's going to be all reruns. The only shows that have steam are going to be the ones where you could put episodes out. So any yeah. show that is only one season in is fucked. Yeah. Because they're not going to have what's up? The rise of the pink ladies got fucking oh, canceled. Yeah. yeah. So like those shows that don't have any episodes to show to like keep yourself relevant during this strike. Yeah. Are fucked. Yeah. They're going to fade away. Yeah. They're not, not going to. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, yeah. The, I've been, I've been paying relatively close attention to it. I just want to know, cause I, I think myself fashion myself as trying to get into the writing game out here and I've done my work on it, but I, you know, I don't want to cross the line. You know, I don't want to do that, but you know, they say morally you, and physically, you know, you know, so, uh, so we'll see. It's definitely put a little bit of a tap, tap the brakes on what I've been doing, which is a little disappointing, but, uh, you know, I, I don't ever want to be perceived as a scab. I think you can still have meetings during this time. You just can't sign any contracts. No money can be exchanged. Yeah, you know? but I, th I think the whole thing is, is just like, no actually writing your script like yeah. you can come up with ideas i'm sure people are jotting things down to remember them but absolutely like, no producing of material and i think it's like specifically no writing of shows because you know like oh no one's submitting stuff right now oh oh yeah so that's kind of a way of the like there's a there's a grift to the some some scabs where it's like i'm just taking advantage of their like agents aren't getting anything now yeah yeah. And there's probably some dickhead agents that are like, yeah, send me your shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Blacklisted. That yeah. was, that's what annoys me too, is what's like punk really just is dead. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. you really do just need permission every step of the way. Well, absolutely. It's gotten so much more regulated. That's one of the biggest things I noticed about LA when I moved back from the 90s to now. It feels more regulated than what it was back then. It was a little bit more lawless back then. You know, you go to a bar out here and it's a lot of, a lot of different types of rules that I wasn't really used to, you know, with the bar friendly uh, culture of Chicago, you know? So, uh, yeah, there's just, but there's a lot of regulation, especially with, I mean, everything's merchandise because people want to make a buck. Yeah, this is how you do it. You know, you define these property rights, you know, and hey, and so pretty much we pretty much have uh, Friday, <laughs> Saturday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday and Tuesday to cover as far as TV league points. These are the uh, network and cable uh, Nielsen ratings, just straight up ratings, no popularity yeah. or anything. So we have U.S. Open scoring 90 points, and I firmly believe it That's was Saudi amazing. interest. It was Saudi interest that built that up. Five million people watch golf two days in a row. That's fucking insane. Well, I mean, maybe it's just or maybe it's just the lack of no other sports being on. Because a lot of times when golf tournaments are on, there's also like an NBA game on or something well, exactly. like that. Exactly. No, no, I mean, it's very much they timed it. I mean, they totally manipulated the market, right? I mean, they, they timed it Here, just we'll right. See. They had this, this merger thing happen. And then, oh, it's right before the U.S. Open's going to So we had 4.014 million people watching the U.S. Open. Uh, the war, the war, next thing was world news tonight at eight thirty PM. And I feel like the news shows cooked this weekend because election scandal on both sides, Hunter Biden fucking is selling Russian trade secrets for crack. Yeah. And fucking Donald Trump is hoarding boxes of fucking nuclear missile fucking uh, tests. What Donald Trump is doing is much, much oh, worse. 100%, yeah, 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 yeah. A hundred percent. I'm not claiming yeah, right yeah. or left, but I'm saying like that is hilarious, though, that I saw a headline that's like yeah. Hunter Biden fucking in, extorted some fucking Russian guy for crack money or some shit well, like that. Yeah. I'm just like, that is awesome. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> poor it, Joe Biden. Yeah. Well, the, yeah. I, He's who going knows about the it. truth of it or His whatever. Whole, but I, but his 
his family is a disaster. And I'm not yeah. saying I love him. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I come from a disaster of a family. I feel so bad for him. Yeah. <laughs> his I, I just, wife died. Uh, his response, huh? And a child. It, it, his and, and the chosen child. child his like, responsible have, son dies. Yeah. Of yeah. cancer. And then like, yeah, all he's got is Jilly. I know. <laughs> all he's got is Jill. He's got to live for two more years. Do I like him? Well, not really, but I mean, I think he's been able to do a few that's things why, given the circumstances. That's why I trust you know? his medal as a leader, because like that man is literally like Rick in The Walking Dead. Like he has watched his entire family yeah. die yeah. around him. Yeah. So I kind of trust that guy who's gone through that much tragedy yeah. and like hasn't blown his head off yeah, yeah. or completely lost his mind. If yeah. I had a chain of deaths like that, yeah. I probably would lose my grip with reality yeah. and just like become a wanderer. Yeah. <laughs> like at that point, what's the it. risk? I'm just going to do heroin and fucking yeah. and get all fucked up. Like I, I want to live after that. Everyone you love. I mean, I'm not yeah. saying he doesn't love Hunter, Yeah, but yeah. like man and he thought it was over for a while yeah that period when fucking bo was getting into politics yeah 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 Ooh, yeah and then it just started up again you know yeah he's had it yeah he's had some curveballs to you know i mean yeah, he has you know he's got to live for two more years he has to live for two more years he can't die we need he, a new he, he, he can't die Kamala if he dies be the vice president yeah, either. and, and yeah, she, if she runs of Gee, you think there could be some, well, th there might be some racial undertones, you think? Racism and sexism? Huh, I wonder if it will be the Hillary model again. I mean, I Jesus. I would be so mad if our first woman president is a cop. Because he died. Hey, we got Robba Ponte here on the oh, back end that, of the that, show, that, Bubba. I'm so pissed if we get our first woman president yeah. because the president died. Well, that, that's probably what's going to happen. So, uh, so, so she, she'd be, uh, Especially if it's Carla. Oh, God. Should it be a white man? <laughs> It can't be. No, but it, can't it be really that. should be like. Can't be. That. I hate. It should have been Hillary. Uh, Elizabeth Warren would be cool. I, love Elizabeth. Um, I like Elizabeth Warren. I like. I you know solid. who I like, and God damn it, you guys are gonna make fun of me, but like, I would vote for Marianne Williamson. For, from where? Uh, where she's the crystal mommy. She's like a weird fucking hippie, but she's got good politics. She's just a total. Yeah, she's also racist. She's just is she? Yes. I didn't know that. See, but this is where, where I. Where is she? A I believe her. But like, yeah, I need to know what racist is like, is she like your dad says something weird? Like, yeah, the word racist gets thrown around and then I hear about yeah, it and I'm like, oh, like that's straight up white. Word than that. OK, oh, yeah. she believes in phrenology. But, yeah, and shit. yeah, that 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 whole I just uh, and a I'm, really strong correlation between crystals and eugenics. Yeah. There's a really strong tie there. How bizarre. But she, she comes off yeah, like yeah. a cat mom. She's all about love. We need to focus with love and charge our crystals. Like she's just kind of an, oh. an a space cadet type. Yeah. Of. Well, well, where is she from? Um, I oh. love AOC. A, a more experienced AOC is who I would want to run. Yeah. AOC can't run. She's not she can't run. Yet? I don't know. But I, I think she is. No, she I still, from college I have my like trepidations about her. She doesn't seem like she 15. knows what the fuck her job is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, whatever. Uh, I know one thing. Marjorie Taylor Greene, what, what a spokesperson. So here we what go. What a peach. First place what a was good ABC human being. World News Tonight. <laughs> God. 4.68 million people coming in first place, scoring 50 points. Look at these. Oh, for these ABC graphics. News Network. This is like the, if this is the raw data. We're this looks like here. a blackjack. Like when you get a little blackjack table, you this bring the, the big, raw data. You know, this yeah, is like what it. people love right here. This adults 18 to 49. 
That's what fucking Ooh, they love yeah. getting at. Yeah, you. absolutely. Yep. Makes sense. Because uh, that's, yeah, that's the sales. But then third place, uh, we had Good Morning America. People that, love that's, that GMA. That's just bizarre to weekend. me. 2.720 million people, but here's the race. So that's 2.720. Let's see what Fox News did on that weekend. So you have, Ooh. it's a little slow. Like the weekends is slow for Fox News. Yeah. Good. But that's also because a lot of those fuckers have morning shows on actual Fox. Oh, uh, uh. like some look at USFL just doing nothing. 636,000 people watched USFL on Fox. Let's have watched Colin explain that one. <laughs> uh, less than a million people watched Fox Saturday baseball. Does that blow your less mind? Less than a million. Does that blow your mind? That's wow. I, I remember like what? NBC had Saturday afternoon baseball. I I'd watch that on occasion. I watch. Oh, I love that you shit. Know? Like yeah. if, it, if it was a random Saturday, because sometimes when the cartoons would end, like Fox Kids would end at noon and then they'd bridge it with like Sweet Valley High. Yeah. So there was this show called WMC Masters, where yeah. it was like the Mortal Kombat video game. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> but it was like a TV show. Yeah. I loved yeah. it. But then it was right into like rockford files reruns and shit oh like yeah that. yeah absolutely absolutely rockford files was great so you'd love when like your shows would end and then it would be like oh shit a baseball game is on <laughs> like it was like a nice refreshing thing like oh i don't have to yeah. watch i don't have to watch mantis yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> absolutely but there's so many more competing forms of uh, of entertainment now right that you can't like a, you can't get above a million people it's got to be you know red sox yankees you know maybe playoff baseball I wonder what the ratings are for that. You know, I mean, has that playoff baseball? Well, but no, because it's on cable now. So, like, there's playoff baseball is not on national television. I don't think that just the World Series wow. is the one thing, and I think that is even like five million people. Wow, that's incredible. Well, whatever. The, I mean, again, you would have a TV show back in. The, if you were a TV star in the late seventies, early eighties, you were literally almost on par with a movie star. Like Gary Coleman wasn't. I mean, you know, Paul Newman, Robert Redford, Jane Fonda. These were the movies. Burt Reynolds. These are the movie stars of my kind of like you know eight, nine, ten years old. But TV stars weren't that far behind them. You know, yeah. they really were. Gary Coleman was a fucking star. Oh, a little he tiny was an boy? absolute star. You so know? then Sunday, U.S. You know Open money he made, I think, a, a year uh, as a, 20 million. No, no. In 1979, he made three million dollars a year Damn. in 1979, which is he was the highest paid television actor. Making Man. three million bucks was a year. Was he before Webster? Or yeah, well, absolutely. Webster was a complete knockoff. It was like, oh, the short little black kid who's cute. Oh, let's do Webster our show like that. Michael Jackson's lap to yeah. get any sort of money. What a, well, obviously, I told the story in here a million times about uh, Jerry O'Connell auditioned for to become the sidekick of Webster. When really? he, was, he was a kid actor. He was probably, That's eight, great. He was probably eight years old. He, he's from Hell's Kitchen. His father was an Irish cop in Manhattan. They fly out to L.A. so he does the audition. And, 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 and uh, Lewis comes in. <laughs> You know, a Webster comes in, Emmanuel Lewis comes in wearing a Michael Jackson jacket and one glove and doing the moonwalk and dancing. And literally, uh, O'Connell said his father just grabbed by the shoulder and said, we're leaving immediately. We are not, you're not auditioning. By the way, that's my favorite part about little people actors of that time is their names are like Emmanuel and Hervé <laughs> and fucking Sebastian. Like they all have these fucking very fucking kind of vague foreign names yeah. in a way or something. Or, like yeah, there's yeah. no, they, they ain't going to hire a Frank to play no fucking, it's always <laughs> Classy. <laughs> well, that, that that that's what separated them from the other. Billy Barty was the Vern Troyer of my era. He he was in Doctor Shrinker. 
and he, he was a little person, you know, and so he and he was very much he did real B level stuff. Do you know who I feel like broke the mold for little people as far as being little people and regular? Yeah, the little dude that they got on Seinfeld to be Kramer's friend. Oh, he was just some balding fuck that was a little person. Like <laughs> before him, every little person was like the hunchback of Notre Dame or they were yeah. magical or some fucking yeah, shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. They were never just some dude named yeah, a Frank. three dimensional kind of guy. Yeah. 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 yeah the exactly. Seinfeld guy was the first one where I'm like, oh, that's just some guy who hangs out with Kramer <laughs> and they just never mentioned that he's a little person. Like it was refreshing. Yeah, that, that's actually kind of funny, you know. That's what we got to do here. The, the absence gets a laugh. The the absence of that, you know what I mean? Like not acknowledging it. Yeah. That's good. So here's Sunday. Uh, the U.S. Open came with a vengeance. Almost six million viewers on Sunday. Again, Saudi interest. Because uh, all the players were back that like played in live and got kicked out of the PGA. I think yeah. this was the first major where everybody was playing back. Yeah. Golf passes me by. Golf waves pass me up. Like I remembered Rory McIlroy being like yeah. the shit. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I turn on golf four years later and like this Brooks Kepka guy. Oh, I know. And I'm it's like, a, what the fuck happened to Rory? I'm still waiting He's for Tom now? Watson to come back He's and win a bad tournament. Now? So, you know. What happened to Ricky Fowler? He's not yeah. good anymore. Like you got these fucking. <laughs> Tyson DeChambeau and you're like who the <laughs> fuck is this guy I, I remember when when Tiger fucked up and he fucked up so hard it, it was assumed he was going to break the record he was going to just he was going to obliterate Jack Nicholas's record and, and he choked on that he, he's not going to do that no isn't that crazy it's the injuries man and he changed yeah. his swing too much and yeah shit. yeah 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 he's he's got back injuries and shit he can't do it anymore so aside from U.S. Open yeah, and he drank drunk drove and fucking yeah. almost killed himself. Wait, isn't he? <laughs> so aside from yeah. U.S. Open golf, the rest of Sunday was ruled by ABC World News Tonight and CBS Sunday Morning. Again, the weekend is like when people want to be smart. Like, yeah. you've watched all this bullshit all week. Like, let's watch the news. Let's watch some boring-ass golf. Yeah. It's kind of like you're like, we're at, at the library at home. I give them credit. that They made a splash. I mean, making that announcement about the, the, the PGA and, and that Saudi Arabian investor, making that announcement a couple weeks before this totally dovetailed into this. And, and you're right there's no hockey there's no ba basketball so it scored good ratings i mean that was that was a smart marketing move so then we get into you know, monday it was and it's it's led all by ncis ncis hawaii took first place uh 4.134 million people uh followed by ncis los angeles which i believe is a rerun because that ended i think this see it's special that s means it's a special so this is probably a retrospective hmm. like an episode of television that's like bloopers or like memorial <laughs> i love that about 90s tv yeah. back when there weren't dvd extras when you knew yeah. shows weren't going to come out in like box sets they would always reserve one episode of the like after the finale you'd watch like a special look back at the entire yeah. show and they'd show you deleted scenes and yes. interviews and you'd get excited about it. Oh, I, I remember the eight. Well, to me, the eighties, I think of foul ups, bleeps and blunders. Yeah. Where they basically had like TV actors who flubbed a line or tripped on a rug and oh, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's so honest. You know what I mean? Like that, that, that was like, that was always kind of a fun blooper reels though. were definitely in Burt Reynolds movies. Yeah. I, I think in a Hooper, they might have had a blooper reel. So NCIS ruled the day <laughs> for that little tip. But of it's always interested to me of how close these Fox shows get. So let's look at it like this. Let's, so look at all these twos, the five, 2.786, uh, special report with Brent Bear, 2.6, uh, WWE fucking did it 1.9, but this is all based on fucking demo. They run all this by demo. 
When you say demo, what do you? That's so out of 1.9 million people, 760,000 of them were ages 18 to 49. Oh yeah, and like that's the big. That's we want to go after. Yeah, Yeah, they love that. Absolutely. Males 18 to 49 were very frivolous with the wallets. Okay. But I go off total. So pretty much all these twos are all Fox. Jesse Waters primetime. Ugh. So he's, I, I can't watch him. So you're usually relying on some of these <laughs> fucking shit face. shows to knock some of them off. Well, they must, Fox must, you know, whatever you want to say about them, they are a disciplined network in their own way, right? I mean, I mean, they've been able to last. They don't pivot, but you can already tell that they're starting to have to pivot because they've already kind of acknowledged that Trump is a psychopath retard. So they do have to kind of like in the right's eyes be woke a little bit because they're they're starting to be a little bit more Pat Buchanan Republican. Well, Instead I mean, of like total Marjorie Taylor Greene, Fableman laser. Did, did you see what uh, Chris Christie's come on? He's called him a liar. Yeah. Know, he calls him a lie. Did you see the, the story? Coalition? Of, did you see the story of Chris Christie saying that when Chris Christie was in the hospital, Trump called him and goes, you're not going to say I gave it to you, did you? Like COVID because he got COVID uh, from practicing a speech with him. God. And Chris Christie was like, well, I don't know. I got it from you. So like, no, I'm not going to say that. Then Chris Christie gets out of the hospital and someone comes up to him and he goes, just so you know, he's telling people that you gave it to him. God. So like he asked Chris Christie, like, you're not going to tell him I gave it to you. And then he went around and told everybody that Chris Christie gave him COVID. God, what a weird, petty, snaky thing to do. Yeah. Isn't that just revealing of what a small human being that is? Really? It's a, yeah. Wow. Wow. That, 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 that's a good story. That makes sense. In, in his twisted mind and his twisted logic, thinking where that's relevant, I mean, he's overmatched by the job or was so Tuesday was obviously. a little less matched. So America's Got Talent was number one by a long margin, 5.985 million people. Number two was FBI, and that was 3.25. So that's a drop off right there. And that's at the same time. So that's a split audience. So both of those are on at 8 p.m. So you either got people going back and forth or you got people only watching FBI Like, that's always what I like to imagine looking at these scores of, like, you look at when the shows are on. Like, FBI, the rerun of FBI in America's Got Talent was on at the same time. So I literally like to imagine a guy sitting there like, all right, it's a commercial. I'm going to go to FBI now. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right. God damn it. It's on a commercial again. And then, like, I love the journey to, like, the quarter hours of, like, (laughs) what are people watching? Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) yeah well yeah and then fbi most wanted was so what i think most likely happened here yeah is everybody was watching america's got talent flipping over to fbi every now and again because that's the og one and then once they saw that america's got talent was over they kept it on cbs and just rolled into fbi and fbi international one most wanted wow because then you see how little everybody else did like all the concentration is right here Five million, three million, two million, three million. That's two seven, but everything else is just one. So, like, yeah, you have to look at it like this. You, everybody can't watch everything. So, like, you have to look at the clusters of like, yeah, 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 yeah. Where's the information at exactly? Like, yeah. this is where everybody's viewing was. So, like, and these, what shows were that again? What, what, what this is America's Got Talent and all the FBI's essentially. Okay, and what day and of the then, week? This is on Tuesday. Yeah, okay, okay. And then everything that's left to, like, to the scraps are your Hot Wheels shows. Your poor Fox. I mean, Fox just has no weight in the game. Really? Like, they're not coming out with good original shows. Their comedies suck. They just got... Their whole shit right now is 
that fucker who yells at people that hell's kitchen guy oh yeah that's like yeah, yeah. that's gordon ramsay or for them wow and then they're kind of done wow. if the nfl decides to leave fox they're fucked interesting like they got nothing yeah yeah i wonder if that contract i mean trump went after goodall and then look at these that. here's where you gotta look crochet this is so the cw bad. network at 8 p.m 8 and 9 p.m Gotham Knights is getting 284,000 people. And what this nights? is a critically acclaimed show. Gotham Knights. It's a Batman oh, show. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Can your program yeah. get 280,000 people to watch it? I, I've thought This about is that. where you have to look. You can't look at this cluster. Oh, yeah. The yeah, five no, million. Right. You got to get your foot You in the need to look in these beiges and these reds of like, this is your competition. I know. Eight to, not, eight to 10 p.m. C television. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. You're not going to start out at the top. You're not going to, oh my God, out of the gate, we have some hit show. Like, you I know? always want to ask. It's a fantasy. I always want to ask, cause when, when you get to go to screenings out here, you can ask people questions. And I always want to ask someone, is it smart to tailor your early projects to what you know is possible versus like just putting your dreams on a paper. Oh, I think like Desperado, like, like old boy, Robert, Robert Rodriguez wrote Desperado because he had a, he had a good story and a fucking, and a ukulele or whatever the fuck kind of, and he just had two things in his life, a mariachi. Yeah. And he was just like, okay, I I know these two things really well. And I'm going to make it like he very much tailored his first movie to like, what is possible versus like, what do I, what if I bled on a piece of paper? Yeah. Like, I always wonder if like, yeah. Cause sometimes out here you get people who are like dream the dream. You like, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like, no, but you kind of have to write a script knowing that it's going to cost money to make. Well, exactly. I mean, I've tried to be very practical, but I mean, that's why I think our show can be made. You know, I mean, I, I try to be pretty practical, but you know, can it, can it be made again? The timing of it. Am I writing to the times? Okay. But I'm also writing from my own personal experience. I think there's something satisfying about that. You know, that, that's kind of my creative jam. So the on five that. almost you know, clips celebrity wheel of fortune just beats out the five dude by 40,000 people. Look at that. Hmm. Just beat out. This is our hero. Celebrity wheel of fortune is the good guy here. Uh, they beat out a Fox show. The, the beat out the five. <laughs> the five is the big one. The five and Hannity. Uh, Hannity is like taking a break right now. So I feel like, like, look at 840. This is big though. I wonder because Hannity and, uh, Tucker have kind of lost a little cred because they're still lumping onto Trump. They're still Trump guys. Yeah. So this is actually a big glaring switch in Fox viewership to me. Cause look at Gutfeld. (laughs) Gutfeld is getting 1.6 million people and he's like their fucking Jay Leno. Oh He's yeah, like there. Yeah. So it, it looks like the, all the popularity from Hannity and Tucker is going to Gutfeld because Gutfeld hosts the five. He's one of he's one of the permanent five. Isn't he a complete like right wing? It's like, four like different comic? people. It's like a rotation. No, he's just some fucking pundit that like hosted the funny frame show and had good comics on. So now he has the cred of like Red Eye was funny, but like no, they had funny yeah. people. They conned funny people to be on it. Yeah, yeah, God. Yeah, and then he parlayed that into a Fox career. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. You can't call yourself a professional comedian and look me in the eye and tell me that Gutfeld is funny. It's funny. <laughs> I've heard so many people say it. Oh, it's a great, it's blast. Get the fuck out of here. Like, like what are his jokes? What are his sketches? You want to watch some Gutfeld bits? Yeah, I'm sure. Does he try to be like the kind of 
they think like a, whatever, like daily show is all like kind of looking down on them and stuff. And, and, and so, so he's going to, he has a saying kind of like, I'm going to have a smarmy personality, not a smarmy personality, but a, just kind of an abrasive pricky personality, you know, and, and, and it's going to, it's going to rub you the wrong way. And, you know, there, and I'm going to get off on that. I just, just, just getting on your skin, being a burr under your saddle. That's what I want to okay. do. That's the type of human being I am. That, that, that's the tone. Is that Kennedy? No, that's Cat Temp. <laughs> I actually like Cat Temp. She's like a, a weird, fine, one of those weird, like, fiscal Republican bitches. She's not as terrible as all of them. Cat yeah. Temp is good people. God, the whole fuck. She's got a weird smoky, hi, I'm Cat Temp. The, the whole, I, I think, you know, everything Trump touches, he destroys. Do you think he could destroy the Republican Party? I Problem think is, that's his game. I, I don't want him to destroy the country, you know? Oh, shit. Destroy the Republican Party. It's all fucked up, man. The Republican Party's, oh, man. The, oh, we gotta go to YouTube. The whole, I mean, I don't know. We'll see. You know, he, he wanted to have a bunch of protests in Miami this past week, right? Because it was on Tuesday that he got a rain. Was it on Tuesday? Was it this past week for Trump? Or was it last week? There's been a couple, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's been arranged so much. I'm, recently. Not, I'm not excited about any sort of Trump thing until he is in like a fucking in a like prison in a courtroom. Yeah, like I want to yeah. see the OJ trial. Yeah. Oh, what's well, going I on mean, here? Well, what I mean, uh, the national hang security on, hang stuff. On, hang on. I think we got the, na- the national security stuff is just incredible. It, it's amazing. Could you imagine? I mean, oh, Biden had documents too. I got to create this little whisper campaign. Take it down. It's because they're just equal, right? Biden had it. No, then I have it. So we can both have it, right? Isn't that how it works? No. What documents did you have? You know, I mean, right? There's some pretty like top secret crap in there, wasn't there? Like battle oh, yeah. plans for invading. And it's Iran not even that. Stuff. It's like, the like, it's the amount. Like it's, there's almost so much that they don't know what's in there. Yeah. Like it could be fucking, it could be menus from restaurants. Yeah. Who knows yeah. what he scribbled on what napkin? Uh, yeah, it, it's truly like national security. I'm going to click on this, like, but like I don't that's want this. what's going on with this. Sometimes they do meta stuff on Gutfeld where they'll like make fun of, they'll like, oh, look back at the flawless Gutfeld sketches and yeah. it'll be like fake bloopers. But this will be a perfect example of their garbage. Like this show is trash. I'm sure it is. 2022 is almost over, so we thought it'd be the perfect time to look back at all of the flawless skits we made this year. By that, I mean all the times we screwed up. A lot of other cities would have said, hey, stop f***ing in the streets, okay? <laughs> Wait, hold on, what was that? A hammer? Well, yeah, the, I'm not sleeping enough. Trying to get some of the meat one? here. Oh. I've also been hitting myself in the head repeatedly with this wooden hammer. Uh, right can you imagine having to go on the right wing comedy around. path, Keith? Sorry. Making that choice? Oh. <laughs> okay, oh, I gotta make go. a buck. I'm gonna go here on the go. right wing path of comedy. Here. It's terrible. It's smarmy shit. It's terrible. Uh, he's trying to be like Bill Maher, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. It's always like, so the liberals are annoyed about this this week. Yeah, we're going to go to our trans reporter, Robert Smith. Like, it's yeah. always like there. It's just smarmy bullshit. Look, it froze up. It's hostile, isn't it? And it's just not good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because, again, they don't because they have such bad senses of humor. 
They can't see the irony in life well enough, you know? They got a bad sense of humor. And, and, and that's a sign of intelligence. Shows bad they don't quite really know timing. So who's got dibs on the hearse? <laughs> that's sick. Over the weekend, Biden went to Pennsylvania, that's a state cat, to inspect a crumbling highway, but instead met a crumbling senator, John Fetterman. The crumbling uh-huh. highway was... You know, because he's going to blow his head off because he's depressed? <laughs> yeah. The brains of the operation. Like, I get the f- structure of the joke, but here's the thing. Number one, you're not a comedian. Yeah, yeah. You're not on stage. Like, there's no... You're literally just making fun of someone because he might kill himself. Yeah, and also just... If try- someone did that to a Republican, you'd be like, this has the speckable. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure that we get this fixed quick, fast as well, too. This is a president that is committed to infrastructure. Yeah, and then on top of that, uh, the, the jewel... Yeah, he's struggling. Yeah. Yeah, if I don't, he's struggling. Antidepressants fuck with your, mo- with your emotions. Yeah, inflation. Probably got a limp fucking... Uh, Levitra dick or whatever his yeah. fucking antidepressant is. And then you feel dirty when you're laughing. He's like Yoda. He's bald and can't speak. I don't know about that. I thought Yoda language. had his own like language. That. You have to watch Jesse Waters primetime. Uh, what was it like? He's making fun of Jesse Waters. And he didn't have a stroke. Biden's no better. Watch. You'd see a truck pull up. Pull to the curb. Like, that's all these shows are. It's just like, look how old and dumb they are. But they they say it's the same thing. They made Bush, when he looked at Articulate, they did it on Letterman. Why can't we do it to them? You know? Well, here's the thing. George Bush, too, was 42 years old. (laughs) Biden is a feeble old man. (laughs) Uh, He has to live for two more years. He has to live. A higher caliber bullet coming out of that gun. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's losing. I believe that's impossible. First, no one has ever seen a truck pull up and just start selling weapons. Of course, like, there's no of way that's that's a laugh track, dude. Or there's a guy yeah. doing the like hype up laugh. Yeah. yeah there's exactly. no way that's a sincere that laugh. any of the comics who go on this show, they all if you listen to any comic who goes on Gutfeld regularly, they'll all go. Oh, I had a great time. It was great. They'll never say, oh, it was funny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. But they don't want to say it's not funny because then they'll burn the bridge and yeah. they'll be they'll become oh you do you woke are you woke now? Oh god! Like that's the thing about this type of lame, not funny comedy is if you make fun of it for not being funny, what are you woke? Are we triggering you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You're triggering my sensibilities. Yeah, exactly. As someone who <laughs> I fucking, have standards. Yeah. <laughs> I know what funny is, and you are not funny. It's actually mean spirit with your fucking scab ass writing staff. Because this is from yesterday. This is because this is them trying to. Oh God! Deteriorated after several strokes. Look at this is their audience. No one's going to remember. I remember him. I remember him. He was it was Leonid Brezhnev. You know, is this is 1982 when he died? Media would see some parallels here. They did once. A historian wrote about Brezhnev in 2020. But of course, compared him to Trump, you know, we reached out to see if she'll compare Biden to Brezhnev. No surprise. She declined. Oh, Weird. the liberal it's press just so biased. They just don't want to. It's just it just feeds into their bullshit lies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Come on, man. I like this guy. Man. I like him. He makes me look good. Oh, is this I a like sketch? Campaign trail with me. That's going to be my slogan. A better man than Fetterman. I mean, I'm, I might forget my wife's name every once in a while, but this guy. This is like high school broadcasting class yeah. level comedy. Yeah. 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 It's embarrassing. Exactly. Yeah, you're right. If you go on this show 
as a comic. I'm talking yeah. to the Jim Nortons, all these people sitting there. Yeah, yeah. Jim Norton goes and, out, he, and you think this show is funny? You don't deserve to be a professional comedian. Yeah. I think it might have been Rachel Levine. Mm. There's no way you can look a fellow comedian in the face and say, What's I that think this is cat wearing. Who is this dude? I don't know, but look at those lats. Bill Hemmer. It's all just the. They, and this is how fucking not good this channel is. And they're all just rotating hosts. Yeah. It's like when you, when all your guests realize that you're racist pieces of shit. So you just have to like do each other's podcasts. Wow. Like even their comedians are running low. Like they got Jim Norton, maybe Anthony Cumia will go on every now and again. But Is Jim Brewer going to make it down here? Oh, Brewer will be on. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, they Brewers, they're fucking uh, Jonathan Winters. Yeah, yeah. You just let him go. You give him a COVID mask and let him go. Yeah. Speaking I, I will say, I know uh, uh, CJ saw. Oh, Rob Schneider. Really That's Schneider. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. If you laugh or say it's able, you're being. Rob Schneider's getting into the griff now. Are you being, are you being ageist? Schneider's one of those ah, guys that complains about cancel culture and has never done anything in his life to get canceled. Everything is on the table. And you're seeing it. Axios wrote a story. His voice is pretty grating. Oh, it's terrible. And it's, it's gotten a, it's worse over the years. Voice. He's taken on the smarmy. He's doing a little bit of a bit yeah. at this point. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a, not as real. But a bad persona to come up with. That's right? him. He, he created that. was his creative process we'll get, that created that loving, tender character. Here's the top <laughs> 10, though. Uh, Yellowstone, still number one. Cracked 5,000 points. Uh, okay. Grey's Anatomy, number two. Getting <sighs> ever closer. But I don't know how much Yellowstone is going to stay what in the rotation. Or not, Grey's Anatomy has been as a show. Uh, and it came from, it was hanging around here in the teens here, and it just worked itself up. So, yep. Game of Thrones, chilling here at number three. Last of Us, number four. NBA basketball, we'll see how the draft did in the ratings. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's done for the year until the season starts. So it locked its number five spot here, unless young Sheldon does some work. Um, and then, yeah, House of the Dragon, South Park, Simpsons, NCIS, Quat Lotus. Succession is the, one, is the, is the show right now. That's the show yeah. that's cooking on all the social yeah. platforms. Yeah, all yeah, like exactly. the iTunes store, the Google store, well, HBO Max. Metal, What's up? It just ended. Yeah, it just ended. So like, uh, how many million viewers did they get? I mean, how, can, can we tell? Watch. We'll, 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 we'll look at the. These aren't official, but we'll go to Flix Patrol and see yeah. how it's doing right now. I'm just curious about. I mean, this is. Yeah, their I've, store. Heard, I've heard a buzz about it. You know. So Flix Patrol. I've watched. I've been told it's great. But Flix Patrol it. has their own little formula. Um. It's incredible. So I mean, all this data, just it's all just surveys. So I learned in grad school. So we'll surveys. click on succession. Sometimes they have listed what the like uh, streaming minutes are. See how this is all their info. I want to build something similar to what this website is, but with my scoring formula. So you see these points up here. These are all the points they get for ranking on these services. So eight points for H, but it's there. Yeah. So like th this year, 38 points are from Amazon. So like this is all their data. So like you click on social media and it'll tell you like how many people are tweeting about it. This is how many people are like fans and we're like yeah. how many people are tweeting wow. about it or wow. Facebooking about it. Wow. God. It, it is social media. It's now it's dominant. It's the dominant form of media. Correct. It's the dominant yeah, media. Oh, I mean, you know, I guess. I mean, if, what I mean by if that someone is, tells you they saw something on the news, they most likely saw it on Twitter or yeah, TikTok. Yeah. God. Like, there's, it's so funny. 
how people look at the reinvention of things where you have these and I even fall for it sometimes like you'll have these little TikTok channels that are like hi I'm Clara I'm Clara and I'm here to give you a breakdown of today's event today's events and they'll just kind of do commentary and it's like you're just doing the news yeah like you're just doing the news like just watch the news yeah yeah like there's so much tiktok fads where like like that's the big thing now is like focusing on an industry and doing a little news show about it like there's this guy joke world on youtube who like finds out all the who who was on guests on podcasts and like the new comedy he's like the one-stop shop if you're a fan of comedy you watch joke world's videos and he'll tell you who's touring who was on whose podcast what's the beef what's the big stories and like people are doing that now instead of creating uh, like and having a show yourself it's like well i'm a fan of this so i'll just do a quick little 15 minute you know here's what's going on in computer design here's what's going on and or they'll do it while they're making fucking barbecue or something like that yeah exactly a lot of people will tell tell news while they're putting on makeup and by the end of it they're fucking rupaul yeah (laughs) yeah exactly God, they start out george went and then at the, at the at the end of it they're fucking <laughs> rupaul yeah but but the whole like uh again just the way the information is parsed out now is just it, it's so different so you have so much more command over it as a consumer in a way yeah so it's here we go off as that yet i i just it's so diffuse right now the number one show is the idol which is the big fucking uh uh, johnny depp's daughter is on that show she plays a damaged pop star who gets involved with like a cult leader it's gonna be dope yeah disney plus is usually a mixture of bluey gray's anatomy or modern family every now and again simpsons will crack in great family guy was a last year thing people have kind of i feel like run through the family guy um, you know what I've been watching? What? The same people who produce Celebrity Autopsy on Reels Network. I've been watching a lot of uh, Price of Fame. Hell yeah. Price of Fame. So it's all, it's like these basically these little biopics of like Robert Downey Jr. I watched Mackenzie Phillips's one where they have dramatic reenactments of her and her father having sex, like post-sex. Ooh, this is bed. a new one and it looks pretty cooking. It's so, uh, it's so uh, just perverse. So this Jack like, Ryan, like Jack Ryan's got a surge. Because there's a new season about to drop. Oh, okay. So there's people re-watching the show. We called her dad for Father's Day, yeah. and he was watching Jack Ryan prepping for season four. Again, that that's the whole, like, wasn't it the Harrison Ford Patriot yeah. games? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was Tom and, uh, Clancy, right? Yeah. Tom Clancy. That is such an author of the, the movie with 80s. Ben, the movie with Ben God. Affleck, the movie with Ben Affleck and Morgan Freeman, Some of All Fears. Exactly. Are, that's a Tom Clancy Absolutely. novel. I saw that in the theater. He was actually Ben Affleck is Jack Ryan in that. It's like a yeah, low-key exactly. Jack Ryan movie. Yep, absolutely. I saw that in the I saw that at the Davis Theater. So this show, the Grand Tour, looks like we got a debut here. Let's look at what this show is. Oh, Jeremy Clarkson's racist ass. So Jeremy Clarkson is the guy who got fired from Top Gear for fucking he he was racist as fuck like so they went to they were doing a top gear episode where they were racing cars across bridges and they were at a bridge in japan or yeah thailand or something and he goes oh look that bridge has a slope on it oh really or like (laughs) there was some guy who what that is a racial slope slur for yeah as he was racing across it he said do you think that bridge has a slope to it yeah, oh. <laughs> he would make little shit like that, or like they would, <laughs> would they would always make fun of druids and shit like that, like all the like what the English slur type shit is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say exactly. the word pack. He was just a problematic. Say the fuck. word packy. So he's got a big yeah. deal with Amazon right now, where yeah. he's got this grand tour. He's got Jeremy Clarkson's farm, 
which is about him running a farm. Amazon seems to have taken him on as like, we're going to harbor you while you run through this canceled thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's going to score some TV league points. That's in the 35. That's in the podium unless Jack Ryan clips up in there. Wow. Uh, and then Paramount Plus is usually a combination of South Park, Yellowstone, and the rookie SpongeBob creeps up there. Sabrina the Teenage Witch every summer has a run. Hmm. <laughs> it's like a one thing. People okay. want their Melissa Joan Hart. <laughs> wow. I'll be damned if June. And then you got this cruel summer show that the cruel summer and Amazon, the Amazon show, the summer I turned pretty all just dropped new seasons. So that's why th these will be your quick number one and two for two or three weeks. And then they're done. Yeah. They got no life to them, but they're, they're acclaimed shows though. Um, Ooh, look at this flame and hot movie. Uh, yeah, and then it's Amazon Yellowstone. See if we got any good stuff. 1923 is a Yellowstone prequel. This show might start cooking a little more so than Yellowstone because this is actually putting out new stuff. And Yellowstone is kind of stagnant because of the rivalry with fucking the yeah. creator and, and uh, Costner. <laughs> man, Yellowstone, it is a juggernaut. Man. Very it's, much so. I mean... And so, yeah, again, is Costner claiming he's going to quit after the sixth season? He or is what? done. He, they're currently, they have to air part of the last season that he was on. And then they're going to start filming an entirely new season without him on it. His, he's got an interesting career. It was either baseball movies or like Western type movies. You this know, like Star Plus is Europe's version of Disney Plus. So it's usually just the same rotation of Disney Plus shows. It seems like, you know, how we have Hulu and Disney Plus yeah. and like all the things they own have separate ones across the pond. They just have Star Plus. It's like they're all it's like what they should do out here. Yeah. Instead of yeah. making us bundle everything together, just give us Star Plus. And it's all in one. It's yeah. so nuts how they have to like bend their rules for Europe. And it's yeah. like, why they have it all on one thing? Why can't we have it all on one thing? Yeah. Uh, I'm sure from a, from a pricing point of view, probably. Yeah. Like, because of the way some, it yeah. transfers, the way it converts. You know, and also, it, it's just, I'm sure there's probably certain regulations too, you know, as how media is handled there. Money. You know, it's but money. it's all about money. Exactly. It's, just, it's you know, it's shaking you down. They, they keep us diffuse and it's, they can shake us that. down. That's pretty much that. We're glad we're here anyway, though. That was TV oh. League. Now we can get into some TV history. We'll start from the back here. So, so one thing I brought up yeah. was I, I, I go down the YouTube rabbit hole a lot. Well, there one, uh, some algorithm kicked this out to me. It was uh, October 19th, 1980, ABC World Tonight, the height of the Carter-Reagan presidential, presidential race. Uh, and it, it was it was undecided, but I knew Reagan was going to win as an 11. I'm 11 year old. I'm 11 year, years old. I'm 54 now. Okay. Hell yeah. So I watched this. It's, it's, you know, it's only eight minutes long. A lot of, you know, a lot of good meaty stuff in here. But to me, there was one thing that stood out. And that's when they went to a, uh, a, a Hollywood fundraiser for Carter. They had, uh, they had, uh, uh, Kurt Douglas speak. Yeah. And then followed up with, was, uh, I think it was, uh, Leonard Bernstein. And Leonard Bernstein said, hey, he gave a warning of what was going to happen if Reagan got elected. And he was totally right. And it's the same pattern. It's the same path. That obviously Trump had, and they know what to go to. They know the the buttons to push. It literally covers almost every single issue, and it pisses me off. I want this shit to be resolved. I want it to be resolved. At least a couple well, of the dimensions. Like resolved. I said before, it's never going to be resolved because Republicans' whole game is to not have government function. Yeah, it's true. So yeah. their whole yeah. 
the way they govern is to not do anything. Like yeah. they're actively to tear down. Yeah. just throwing wrenches into the system yeah, and blaming it on Democrats yeah. because they usually follow a Democratic regime. Yeah. It's almost like they installed that, like, we'll let a Democrat win and then we'll really hammer into some issues and we'll just blame it all on them. Yeah. Then we'll win an election and we won't do dick. Yeah. And we'll blame it on their previous administration. And then when we don't do dick and people get mad, we'll figure out how to blame the Democrats. Yeah. And they, yeah. they ran the house or something like that. Yeah. Well, I tell you what. Instead of the phrase military superiority. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So this is what I find interesting about this. And I want to we're going to it's about two and a half minutes in and we'll get sure. right to it. Uh, 1980, this clip where we're at in TV history, 1996. And where I, it seems like everything I'm looking at TV history, it's all during election cycles. And you just see the parallels of all these election cycles. They tweak one little thing, but it's always either war, yeah. religion, or like some sort of family matters are yeah. always the three main rotational topics. So when we look yeah. in 1996, we'll see it's, it's Dole and Clinton. Yeah. Yep. firing up and we'll see what it was this is a little more like god Bob this a little bit more mirrors the trump administration very much the 1996 so. election we were a little bit in the enjoying our spoils as as america absolutely to where post cold it was a little bit more of a meaningless election you know and we all knew clinton was kind of going to win in fact the tone of the reports are all like republicans are like who the fuck is bob dole like he hasn't yeah. he hasn't promised a shit like there's no reason to vote for him clinton was younger than him too you know it, it, it was baby boomers flexing their muscle. It was the picture President Carter yep. has wanted Here since he defeated Senator Kennedy. Yeah. The price was Mr. Carter's... That was a Kennedy's last chance to try to become president. And some Ted, Ted Kennedy in 1980. Stars helped too. My name is Kirk Douglas, and I'm a member of the Screen Actors Guild. I have to say that to remember it. <laughs> we can't afford to lose even one member of the Actors Guild. Even this is relevant. They're on yep. strike now. I beg all of you, help us to keep Ronnie Reagan in Hollywood. There you go. This is tongue-in-cheek kind of way. Leonard Bernstein Bruce just Steve. fucking yeah. ruined the mood. He fucking popped everyone's bubble. It's begun to seem like the private property of the most narrow-minded rightist groups of Klansmen and America Firsters, of Minutemen and Birchers, of demagogic evangelists who are anti-black, anti-Semitic, anti-labor, anti-abortionist, anti-gay, anti-civil liberty. Oh, this guy's like holy water to Republicans. My friends, if Ronald Reagan becomes president, every one of these nightmare figures is going to come riding in with him high in the saddle. And those but figures... But that didn't happen. Reagan was a great president. What are they would talking you about? say this though? Maybe it's just because my family was too dumb to realize it. I feel like Trump's because those groups lay dormant, and when Trump came into presidency, they all kind of fired back up. Except it was focused on it, Jews. But yeah. But would you say all that stuff that was going on was kind of not happening in the foreground? Is like Trump's presidency? There was on television like. Clan rallies and riots and people painting swastikas on bus stops where I feel like Reagan did it through policy and the John Birch Society wasn't necessarily walking down the street with torches, but yeah. they were like quietly. It was a little bit more behind the scenes, quietly fucking shit up. Absolutely. Absolutely. And kind of blinding people with like, look, the stock market's doing good. Well, no, it, it, it was, I mean, 
Reagan came in. He was the perfect candidate for that time. And, and he was very much the medium of, uh, he, he understood TV, him being an actor. He had the rap down. They figured out the certain key words to hit. You couldn't say certain things you could say in the past, but welfare nice? queen became <laughs> Reagan getting elected. His thing in the narrative that's now, it's part of the American character still is the idea of like, Hey, Hey, you're paying taxes. They're freeloading off of you. That was very much a theme of domestic policy yeah. in Reagan. You know, like, again, and just dividing people. He very much was a. He was extremely conservative compared to what the, what, what the rest of the candidates were. He was a very. Con- I he watched, was the most conservative candidate. I always ask you, you know, this, without a doubt. I watched this documentary in the 2000s about Barry Goldwater. Yeah, and it really seemed like if there was any Republican who you could say like. He seems fine. It was him. Like the whole tone of the documentary seemed like he was the last kind of not psychotic Republican. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, like, he, what's your take on Barry Goldwater? Well, he was an old rigid conservative who was a bigot, like most of them were For, back yeah. then. I mean, it, I mean, the bigotry was, I mean, the fact that three civil rights laws even got passed in this country I is mind blowing. Like it's mind blowing. And they are attacking the them, racism man. is so deep in the conservative party. We're like, you're racist either way, but you're either a racist who wants to make, who wants to just make enough money to where you kind of put that aside. Like Marge shot racist yeah. as shit, but yeah. she knew black people are good at baseball. So I gotta be around them. Yeah, like yeah, they yeah. do that kind of rationalizing of yeah. like, you know, I am a bigot, but I'm not going to not be around them. <laughs> yeah. I know. Like Donald <laughs> Sterling. Yeah. Donald Sterling, man, that was crazy. He's from Chicago. Yeah. That didn't surprise me at all. What, 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 I mean, he got, but when they came in, I mean, the NBA swooped in and said, okay, you are out of this league and we're going to pick up someone else. And that person, I mean, Sterling got an extra billion dollars. His bigotry gave him an extra billion so, dollars. Yeah. So that's the two conservatives. You know? You're either greedy, more greedy than racist. So you don't care about that. You're racist or you're either you're, racist or you're so fucking racist that yeah. you don't even care if it's profitable. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. You exactly. just don't want to be around colored people. Absolutely. Absolutely. But there, the racism is in there. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's the different forms manifest itself. Uh, the Christian, the, the, the Christian right kind of holds it all together. Cause I remember you at know? the time us rationalizing my grandfather who fought in world war two and was a registered Democrat. It was so weird. Yeah. And he was racist. And I remember us just being like, well, He's not, he's an old, like, he can't do anything. Yeah. Like, it's not, so we kind of just let him be racist. Yeah. And I always looked at it as just like, well, I guess that's okay, but maybe it wasn't. Maybe we should have yeah. tried to change his old ass mind. Oh, uh, yeah. G- good luck on that one. Uh, a lot of people, that they ain't But I feel like there shit, was a man. lot of that in the Republican Party, and that's oh, what yeah. kind of hit it, is just like, yeah, we're all racist, but like... We're not going to like, but we don't care. Like we'll be, we'll share our water fountains with them. But also type of attitude. Reagan uh, uh, had a very strong image and a very strong message of national defense. We're going to double the defense budget. I mean, they leaned heavily into the military industrial Mazda GLC? Absolutely. Uh, They leaned heavily, heavily into the idea of America's going to get strong again. You know, and the economy too was very much, we're going to deregulate this and lower taxes. Taxes were much higher. There was a lot more regulation back then. Uh, And when they did that, there was a boom from it, you know, but the fact is they didn't cut government. People still like government in their lives. They claim they don't want government in their lives, but no, you you want, you want your trash to get picked up. There's certain things you want from government. You want it to function. You say you don't want it, but you actually do want it. Well, I feel like, I wonder if it was, if they saw this and this is how I see it. 
the eighties into the nineties was like the beginning of a new generation in that, like there were people that didn't necessarily know how sick it was post world war two and into the sixties, like young people didn't know of new deal type economy. So I feel like the Republicans really took advantage of like, there's a new group of people here that we can really brainwash into thinking that the way the world has been run the last 40 years is wrong. Yeah. Even yeah. though you look at the most prosperous time in the United States was when rich people were paying 90% fucking income tax. Yeah. 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 And I feel like the eighties was a perfect enough time to where that they couldn't use that. Like enough people didn't know about that to where they're like, we can kind of create a new history here for yeah, people yeah. to believe. It's very much the end of the new deal being the dominant form of yeah. economics in the country from 33 to 81. The new deal ran things, but because the sixties was so disturbing to people, cause it was so earth shattering and did acid and, well, and, and also and, and protested against the war. You're protesting against the war. What are you talking about? Communism is an actual threat. The Cold War is a genuine threat. So that, that was like their wokeism of the time. Like how people complain about people being woke and you can't say anything. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hippies at the time. Oh, the absolutely. Absolutely. It's the same. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, only it was much more. I mean, the, you know, there were definitely revolutionary yeah. buildings got blown hippies up. Hippies were, some were a little bit more actionable than you know? people that were de that the woke people who just scream at fucking well, online congressmen. You know, no, or, there's woke people yeah. who will go to city hall meetings. Yeah. And just scream at the top of their lungs and not yeah. let people talk. Yeah. Like, it's almost like we're going to be actionably annoying. Yeah. To whereas yeah. hippies in the 60s were dousing themselves with gasoline <laughs> and throwing themselves through window human Molotov cocktails and shit. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I, my writing partner was, was a total hippie in the early 70s. And it was like, he tells some stories about, like, I mean, in college campuses, like, buildings got blown up and burnt down and shit. Like, Pretty frequently, banks would get bombed relatively consistently. It was like there was, de ooh, ooh. yeah. So, she said, "Yeah." Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. And so, so a, a lot of that was just like, uh, I mean, he, he said it was a real thing. And Reagan coming in, that very much the law and order thing very much came back and been evoked too. Death penalty used to not be a thing. Uh, it, it was legal again uh, before Reagan got elected, but that was like, I mean, you know, pushing that, the war on drugs, the prison industrial complex really started with Reagan. Now, really started did with Reagan it. create, because I feel like now the whole crime is up thing is kind of an illusion. Oh, yeah. I, I don't, Where like I think crime's it's, not necessarily up. It's just like they use certain hot crimes are up. And yes, one of those crimes is murder. But like, it's just because the pandemic shook up cities. Yeah. Where crime was centralized and through racist tactics and policies yeah. is contained, ghettos are planned. It's yeah. not like they yeah. just, there just so happens to be crime ridden areas of cities. It's a plan. I know. And the pandemic ruined that plan yeah. because everyone was inside. So those pockets of cities got to roam about cities. So crime isn't up. It's just finally in your neighborhood. Yeah. Now at the time when Reagan was coming up, did you feel like the world was dangerous? Oh, absolutely. That so was, crime was fucking wild the, 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 in were, the late seventies uh, and early eighties. Urban America was, I just watched a documentary. So he took advantage week. of something that was real and didn't like create I, an illusion. I mean, uh, well, again, th there was that fear and anxiety out of there. I think he twisted it in the wrong direction and said, oh, let's build more prisons. 
you know, let's put a million more people in prison and ruin people's lives and create a complete underclass, you know, that that has a very limited voice. And it's incredibly expensive, all because why we didn't like the riots of the 19, of 1968. We didn't like that. And, and people need to be put in prison. So I mean, the prison industrial complex is direct. And he was tying into the fear, particularly like in New York City. I watched a documentary uh, just recently called uh, New York City 1977, uh, Coolest Year in Hell. And just what, what 1977 New York was, I mean, the Son of Sam thing, they, they had that, they had a blackout. The city just got completely looted during their blackout. They had a blackout 20 years ago. That did not happen. I mean, it was yeah. truly lawless in a lot of ways. When did that like New neighborhood York was, in Philadelphia get bombed? Oh, that was in the mid 80s. Well, like, Wilson, didn't a fucking fighter jet literally not like a jet, but yeah, city yeah. bomb. It, it, it was just kind of a separatist African group, African American people who were trying to basically create their own nation. What did Reagan you say know? about that? Oh well, I mean, it, it was a that was a. You want to watch? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's like a lot of people died. Man, here's my next question before you move on. Children Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, it was like one of those things, like how, like, because back in the '90s, Clinton, like blew up a school because he thought it was a terrorist training camp. Wasn't it one of those things where like they thought there were like criminal black Panthers, but it was literally just like a house full of children. Maybe. Yeah. It was just a neighborhood. Like, like, and none of the people that they actually wanted to kill were even in the neighborhood. They like got the wrong neighborhood. God. It was the right neighborhood. So it was the black power, like coalition movement. In Philadelphia. Yeah. Where basically they were like, the city's not taking care of us, so we're going to take care of us. Yeah. The city was like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's not going to fly. It was like a modern black and Wall Street. Yeah, absolutely. Pretty much. Pretty much. And so, like, the city came in and they were like, this is terroristic action, da 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 Clear out of here now. But, like, they actually didn't say it loud enough for the people in the neighborhood to hear And they just released a whole lot of bombs and they killed a whole lot of people. Yeah, they burnt down a big city block. I think Wilson Good might have been the mayor at that time. That was like 85. Uh, there was, I can't think of the, the organization's name, but it, it was like a, how it was portrayed as, oh, it's basically trying to create their own nation in the city, you know? But yeah, I guess. They were just trying to get simple service. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, you just survive. Is that Dan Fouts? But no, it's not Dan Fouts. We're wearing. Wearing really tight shorts. We're wearing short shorts that are really tight because we are athletic. No, it, it, uh. All right, let's say we'll go to 1996 here. Yeah, yeah, but 80, uh, seeing that, it just bums me out because it was just like, you know, the issues. It's, it's very much that, like the, someone warning, like you're seeing the warning from 40 years ago. Well, exactly. And so, and I, I knew it then, and I've known her all this time, and I've tried to do my part for crying out loud, you know? I mean, compared to the average white fuck in this country, I mean, you know, working for the fair housing agencies I've worked at, going to going to court over stuff, suing people. I don't know. I was doing my part, I'm trying to push the boulder in the right direction. I thought it's supposed to get better. It's just like, ugh, it's gotten just worse. Good morning, Headline News. I'm Sachi Koto. Severe wow. weather is plaguing parts of the it United looks, States this weekend. It looks so Five old. counties in central and eastern Michigan have been declared disaster areas after two tornadoes they mentioned Wisconsin. down, damaging yeah. or destroying dozens of homes. One county reports more than $10 million in damage. At least, least two deaths God. have been blamed on heavy rains in Michigan. I feel lucky. I've never seen a tornado. For having Neither lived in the upper Midwest, you know, in an area, Wisconsin gets tornadoes. Illinois gets tornadoes, you know. 
It's it's not as bad as Oklahoma or like Iowa. Iowa gets a shitload of tornadoes. Oh yeah, they're like Oklahoma. Yeah, it, it's it's like second or third behind. That. It's like no, it's like it skips Nebraska, goes into Oklahoma, and then Iowa gets. Iowa gets it. Missouri gets Iowa it. Iowa was always Kansas if you if there was a big ass cluster of storms in Iowa. You kind of knew, like, okay, in seven hours, it's going to get fucked up out here. Yep, exactly. You know, I mean, it's... Because they would get stronger until they hit the lake. Like, we were kind of south enough of the lake to where, like, the thunderstorms didn't dissipate. Like, they would dissipate over Chicago, but we would still get hit. Yeah, yeah, interesting. You're you're right. When it goes over the lake... We're like the very southern tip of Cook County. What they say, too, I think, in the summer in Chicago, there's so much heat being radiated off of the sidewalks and stuff and off the asphalt that it actually kind of messes with the... It's kind of a perfect uh, mix has to happen to make tornadoes happen. And so Chicago's never had a tornado because... Oh, it has. I thought in the '60s there was a rain-wrapped yeah. one in uh, in Plainfield. But you would think there'd be a lot more. You know, I mean, you think it'd be every summer. It's the you know? yeah, the lake blows it out. Here yeah, we well, that, that lake probably has a dominating. Back when fact. this this look at this should be a precursor. This was an Arizona wildfire in the. 90s. Oh yeah, I remember wildfires in the in, in the mid '90s. Yeah. Winds that are erratic and change direction. Our firefighters need to be really heads up. Pay attention. Here's where they get into the. I thought of you. Dry skies in parts of Wisconsin are giving residents a chance to clean up from flooding earlier. Macwan. As much as 13 inches. I know where that's at. That, that's a suburb of Milwaukee. It's like the like the Brewers play, players live in Mequon. Well, they got Paul flood, Molitor. Used they to got live in flooded out in '96. Very Republican. Very conservative. Oh yeah. Yeah. Brim. Very the conservative. Lake over 6,200 feet above oh, sea level. Along with Waukesha? Like Waukesha I love this. The la- Lake Tahoe was at its highest point in 40 years. I bet you it only went down from that point. Oh, yeah, out. yeah, absolutely. Until like, the, the, like this year. Hurricane you know? Alma is expected to hit land in Mexico sometime today. Hurricane warnings were issued for parts of Mexico. But it's 96 and we don't care about the Mexicans yet, so we're not even going to talk about it. Yeah, that's uh, at last report, the storm was nearly stationary. At this time, Clinton lent, lent the Mexican government a bunch of money and then got paid back with interest. Oh, we'll get into that. They get And he was totally criticized for it at the time. It ended up being a totally slick move that worked out. Oh, look at Young Hill Dog. This is great. After the tropical storm. Was so Hillary is getting into TV censorship was big. Listen. Nearly stationary at about 90 miles south, southwest. For anyone, for any liberal who wants to talk about Hillary was the one and how woke she is, watch this. Seriously. Yeah. This is telling about how conservative the Clintones are. Yeah. First Lady Hillary Rodham Clinton is stressing the need for quality children's television programming. During his speech at the 100th annual PTA she was totally trying to change her yesterday. her image. Look at her; she looks like a she looks like Nancy Reagan. She looks like a 1920s. Well, she, she looks like what's her face of Pat Nixon. At a roundtable discussion, <laughs> like she definitely changed her image. She guess what? Guess what? The, she's going to mention the Power Rangers as violent television. Violence with children and their parents, some of whom were PTA members. I met a- uh, they say in the chat here, Aponte says, government realized they were separatists. Government went patriot missiles mode. Went patriot missile mode. A 10-year-old boy who told me that his playmates just pretend they are mighty Morphin Power Rangers or the X-Men. Now, I want to make a point. As someone who watched TV back then, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and Fox were under such protocols that 
you couldn't have bullets, so all the guns were lasers. Uh. You couldn't show death, so anytime in those cartoons someone shot, and if they died, they would show like a cutscene. Like the origin of the Punisher, they show him at a picnic with his family, and then as you hear all the pew 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 bullets, you just see a photo of his family fall into a puddle. And that's okay. supposed to illustrate like his family. They're all dead. They literally were not allowed to show blood, wow. any sort of real weaponry. So like they, cause she says there's a need for children's tele three hours of children's television. I want to be like, that is the children's television. I was a child in the nineties. Yeah. That was the children's television. Yeah. You know what it is though, too? She's totally in the midterms. This is his first term still. This is yeah, his first this term is still. Dole, this is the mid, the, yep. his, getting into his second term. But but uh, in the midterms, I mean, the Democrats got shellacked. The contract with America happened. Newt Gingrich became the Speaker of the House. Gingrich they tried gonna, shutting, shutting the government down. They did shut the government yeah. down. But Clinton totally outflanked him on that. But also, they knew Hillary. People hated Hillary. So they totally redid her image and tried to make her this very, like, ortho. Her comment about, I could have stayed at home baking cookies, you know, was completely like, Traditional motherhood was was used, lorded over her. You look down on traditional mothers when you make a comment like that. You smug elitist East Coast liberal, even though you're from Arkansas or from Chicago. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know, but, but but my point is is uh, it, it, she was definitely changing her image. They were trying to change her image, you know. And then they'll just go around pretending they're killing each other or such things and think nothing of it. That's okay. That's what you do as a fucking eight-year-old boy. Yeah. You, you play war. What did you this do when you were you an eight-year-old boy, Hillary? Also urged TV producers that is to true, right? the president's call to provide three hours of child-friendly programming a week. Another controversy is go. resurfacing for the Clinton administration. House Speaker Newt Gingrich says the White House must turn over 2,000 pages of travel office files by Wednesday. You get a sense he's trying to drive a wedge between the FBI and Clinton. He's trying to say that, like... Clinton is fucking with the travel of FBI people. Newt Gingrich uh, got ousted from the government like three years after this, right? Like 99 was, was the last year of Gingrich. I remember Clinton got yeah. Gingrich out of there. Well, I mean, he outflanked him. When they first shut the government down in 95, Clinton totally put, uh, outflanked him. And image-wise, he, he, he just whatever, he just he won that political war. He was able to pin it on, on Gingrich and the Republican Party. Look at that. Uh, you know, he they didn't like Clinton because he wanted to why Clinton was actually a very competent administrator and, and he actually proved that government can kind of work this is and that just flies in the face of their message oh yeah, yeah. this is when you know you can't vote for a man his dog doesn't listen to him look at this unleashed a stinging attack he pushes the ass down for collecting FBI your dog should listen to you yeah files on Republicans they misused the FBI and revealed a pattern of ethical that voice he's not even close enough to the mic are just beginning to discuss. Sounds like Marjorie Taylor Greene's podcast. He's when dead. The airport appeared Dole's to be dead. in a conversation about Dole. He said nothing publicly, but his campaign spokesman traveling with him fired back. I think it's unfortunate that Bob Dole used the first national forum he's had to speak to the American public since he's wrapped up the nomination to talk only about negative partisan attacks. Bob Dole has yet to give the country any reason to vote for him. Mr. Clinton, meanwhile, speaking to the U.S. Conference of Mayors. I feel like that's when you know a president's killing it, when, like, the opponent comes in just like, eh, this guy sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, when you got no actual policy, it's yeah. just anti. Like, that's when you know, even though Joe Biden is a, literally, his brain is deteriorating. Yeah. Like, they got nothing against him. Like, 
jobs the job numbers are fucking skyrocketing yeah, california yeah. went from the fifth largest to the fourth largest economy yeah like the econ like post-covid economy is fucking roaring right now yeah and they're starting to get inflation somewhat under control even though it's not on him oh, really faith. but clearly some of my i think he had you know he has things he can run on i think i think i think uh, biden can run on some things i think he, he needs can. to be a little bit more nimbler to call to just be able to call him out on their bullshit a little bit if he yeah. would be able to reference an interview where someone said one thing and now they're saying this but he doesn't have that kind of recall yeah. anymore yeah like you, you need to be able to kind of roast yeah someone trump is going to roast biden he's going to call him an old feeble man he's going to yeah. make fun of him for not remembering things yeah like yeah. you got to be able to be toe-to-toe -to -toe with his bullshit whether the crime was committed in los angeles or new york republicans and democrats meanwhile traded furious charges about the fbi <clears throat> controversy the director of the federal bureau of investigation said that a program that required honor and good faith could not rely on this White House. I mean, imagine the director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation saying, this White House does not have honor or good faith. I love when they do the whole name. Well, imagine the director of the Federal Bureau of Investigation being a gas station. So, and with Trump, I mean, that was the, that was the, it's just the same. It's just, yeah. It's the same attack. Trump is the Republican Clinton. You know? <laughs> well, well, yeah. But, as far but, as this issue is yeah, concerned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's mad at Clinton for something that Trump also did. Well, they're using it to, the FBI, uh, on the, you know, to, to buttress their argument. And then now it's the enemy. You know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, now the, the FBI, because like the, know, the, now Republicans are ACAB as shit when it comes to the FBI. God. Clearly, just, some of my Republican colleagues would this like guy. to see nothing more I am one of those Mr. Feeney British American. I have a very have a I don't remember this guy. Ceremonial sword set up in front of the White House and have the president. That's fall. Arnold Schwarzenegger from the future. <laughs> He's not going to do that. In spite of the controversy, President Clinton's approval rating remains relatively high. Although yeah. the majority of voters believe the White House did something improper with the FBI files. But one Republican Nobody gives a shit, dude. The economy was roaring. We were yeah. frisking black people for they, no reason. They hated him. America was safe. He also, he cut a deal. He was actually fiscally responsible. And again, they, they had a, a, de, a, 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 not a deficit, but they had a surplus for four straight years. So let's run through some stuff and, and it's here. Just, those days are just done. Couple man. things. That is just over. So over the next couple of God. days, Jordan Belfort's yacht is going to sink off the Ooh. east coast of Sardinia Ooh. in Italy. The uh, Jay-Z is going to drop his debut album in two days. Okay. The Spice Girls. What's up? His debut. his debut album, Reasonable wow. Doubt, June 25th, 1996. Wow. June 26th, huh? The name was... Oh, well, we talking about 1996. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> June 26th, 96, the Spice Girls dropped their first single, Wannabe. God. I don't even think that's the fucking... So I'll tell you what I want, what I really, really want. Oh, is it? Wow. I never knew the name of that song. I just knew it was... I want to... I want to... I want to... That I music mean, video was do, all over, do, dude. Do they... Uh, I mean, do the Spice Girls burn into your skull? Like, do you remember oh, the yeah. Spice Girls? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the reason I always think, because this is a British website, this best of date, so they're always like, Blur's third album was released yeah. on this day. Like, look at this. Irish journalist <laughs> Veronica Guerin is murdered. No one in America Oof. knows about that. Wow. Independence Day is going to come out in the next month. Uh, Eraser is number one at the movies. The Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> movie Eraser. Hunchback with, with, uh, of Notre Dame came out. With uh, Vanessa Williams. In yeah. It. It a, I, yeah, I was, he was still, I was thinking about that. When did Schwarzenegger and Stallone stop doing action movies? Like, when did that actually happen? Because they were competitors. They didn't like each other.
You know, isn't that just bizarre? Like, come on, there's enough space for both of you. No, I am the, I am the physical presence on film. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think Schwarzenegger had the best of them, even though, you know, Stallone didn't, didn't go down without a fight, you know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, when did Stallone get out of the action? Well, I guess, whatever, the Expendables um, is still in it. I, but I, mean, but like, he, I, was, I don't think he necessarily got out of the action. It was more like he started doing shit like Copland and I feel like he tried yeah. to be like a drama guy driven came out in 2000. I feel like he just yeah. tried to do like different things, Bro, light was it, yeah, type of yeah. stuff, kind of branch out a little bit. I'll yep. do drama. Maybe I'll play a farmer <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> Copland. I remember the joke at the time was Wapland. That was the name of the, of, of, of the movie. Cause it was just, it was every Italian actor you ever want to see. So here know? we go. Crow June 23rd, 1996 was a Sunday. We had Muppets tonight with Sandra Bullock. Wow. Okay. Let's see, let's try and find this. Wow. Bullock, man. She's had a career. She got stalked. She had a crazy stalker story. Oh, yeah. You know, uh, but the dude broke into her house. It's like, wow. I guess she had like a panic room, I think, in her, in her house that you could like go to, which is like, that's kind of a bad way to live, isn't it? You know, is that a good way to live? <laughs> oh, we have our panic room figured out. This is that Muppets tonight. This is the mark. This was the mark of actual how big she was. Cause like when you're going across that many platforms, yeah, like Sandra Bullock is going to be on the Disney channel. Wow. Like that was probably a huge fucking deal. Yeah. She, I guess she was, I mean, cause she was, she was a movie star by this time. You know? <laughs> this was when they're trying to do a new member. Cause you were around for the Muppet show. Oh, absolutely. I loved it. And that was like, I edgy. Loved it. that's like adult humor. And uh, this the was two, more of the two angry guys. Like, yeah. They were great. They tried to be I more of the, like redo that, but more of tongue in cheek. Like you couldn't be as edgy. Yeah. Cause I thought the Muppet show was boring. I would watch yeah. reruns of it and I'm like, this isn't, it's too dry. It was they too made dry for a me. Muppet movie. I saw the I Muppet like movie. Look at this. <laughs> hey there, brother. A yellow belly flutter, baby. What a delightful addition to my collection. <laughs> ooh, ooh, a color flower top chucklehead. What a delightful addition to my collection. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Any of you, our guest tonight is talented, beautiful, and she drives a mean bus. I'm oh, but, oh this is up to speed. Miss Sandra Bullock. This was speed. I love how they were like, how can we make a fish but still put dreadlocks on them? <laughs> I'm thrilled to be here, but I have to admit it's a little overwhelming being on live television and everything. Bullock gave them five minutes. It looks like she came in from the set from another set. Like she's just like, all right, you have two and a half minutes. Yeah. yeah. They're writing the check right now as she's what? doing her lines. <laughs> Down. The, and, hello. You know, you're gonna be disappointed in me and not ask me back ever. And Man, then, you are nervous. That's when you know this got national television time. That's when you know there's no new episodes of Seinfeld or Murphy yeah, Brown. Yeah. Like they had to bring Bullock out for Muppets Tonight. Because this is Disney Channel, so this was probably wow. that like ABC special. They're probably trying to shoot because this was back when Disney Channel was a premium channel. Yeah. So this was probably like, we'll do a paid advertisement essentially for the Disney Channel. Wow. We'll show them Muppets tonight and we'll see if they get some subs for the Disney Channel. Wow. When the Disney Channel became a free channel, I shat my pants. I was like, Nerva, it was like Christmas in the wow. household. Wow. Yeah. This is for family only. <laughs> oh, 
I know. Yeah, exactly. Besides, I'm his fiance. You can't marry Bill. You're not like him. Bubbles come out of his head. Is this them making fun of that movie where she pretends to be the coma dude's wife? I think they are. They're like spoofing her films. They're just slapping each other in the face. Oh, I, I tell you what, though. Uh, she's a looker. Yeah. <laughs> There's a reason why she became a famous movie star. So it looks like we got reruns. She is a looker. Reruns of say, America's Funniest Home Videos, which 96, America's Funniest Home Videos was kind of losing steam, I feel uh, like. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it was. There's I know went on there. When I Saget went cut on his hair, that's when it starts going on the decline. <laughs> Mullet Saget was the peak of fucking... We got, what year do you think was that? Like 93? 92-3. 92-3. Yeah. Lois and Clark reruns. Yeah, go wow. ahead. No, no, I knew a comic in Chicago who, got, who won America's Funniest uh, like a home or, or funniest People. We got a TV you know? movie, The Marrying Man from 1991, Space Above and Beyond. New episodes of Two Something. You want to see this? Take a look at this. Nah, that's, that's not appealing. All right, we'll go the next day. <laughs> that's what we're doing. We're going day up. Okay, so we'll go absolutely. the next day. Sure, sure. Damn it, there we go. The Marshal. The Last Frontier. LA Firefighters. There's actually a new show that almost cracked into the points from today. Uh, it's a documentary about the LA Fire Department, and I really feel like it's going to be huge. It's like the real world, but with the LA Fire Department. <laughs> like, they're going to build they so much the trauma. personality. People are going to die because of the show. You don't remember. Do you remember Puck being on the San Francisco episode or uh, uh, of uh, of Real World? Real World was first in oh, New yeah. York. Puck was my LA. I love Puck. That's how you know how frivolous the '90s was. Puck was a was a baby face. Uh, Puck uh, was not a heel. Oh no! Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, he was, but he was also like, man, I just live my life by my own rules, man. I'm just a Gen X radical. I remember. Man. I remember. <laughs> I no, you're just Puck, a clown. I thought yeah. Puck was so cool because he said, "I like drinking stuff that is blue because it looks like Windex," and I remember thinking, "That's so hilarious and cool." Puck's my hero. Yeah, yeah, he was. I hated him. I hated Puck on San Francisco, uh, on real world San Francisco. That was a, that was a real one. They had a guy with AIDS on it, you know. He was like, so here's the trailer for this new show, because in 1996, there's also a show about the L.A. Fire Department, but it's straight NYPD Blue cheesy drama, and here's yeah. the new version of it. Does NYPD Blue seem dated to you? I remember it being kind of edgy. I watched it for a little bit, like in 93, 94. David Caruso and, and who was, uh, who was the, the, the Chicago guy? Dennis oh, Franz. Shit, hang on. Dennis Franz is in it. I like Dennis Franz. Why he was good in those De Palma expire? movies. Uh, he was great in, uh, in Blowout. Dennis Franz was great in Blowout. He plays a totally good scumbag. Hey, it's cartoonish how scumbaggy he is. It's hilarious. I always thought Dennis Franz played a good, good scumbag. Yeah. He played yeah. a cop more, but he also played a scumbag. Like the, I feel like almost the Tony Soprano of Tony Soprano. Of oh, his James era. Gandolfini. I mean, he has kind of a bit of a yeah. We're like he's a piece of shit, but he's 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 the piece of shit that's defending you. Yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> James Franz showing his ass on television was such a thing. <laughs> yes, this was from like the nineties. I just don't. I, I don't remember. I'm this. getting such a delay on the fucking. It's what happens, man. When you're doing, when you're doing no, the fucking, it's not even pirating. Like the internet is fucking up. Yeah. I, it was slowing down for me a little bit. It's, it's been a little glitchy this week. Like our cameras yeah. are sunk up. Like right now on the stream, it like the thing isn't playing. Yeah. Like 
the camera for the TV is freezing. Yeah. And that's internet based because that runs off the Wi-Fi. Okay, okay. Yeah. And right now our stream is in the red. Like the square is red and not green. Green mm. means you're in doing like a like yeah. the internet's fucking up right now. Okay. Well, you know, we can still talk about nineteen ninety six. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Man. Dick Wolf. Is this the new one? Yeah. This is like oh, it's yeah. like a reality it's show. On someone's worst day. Somebody trapped inside. We're tired, exhausted, but this is what I signed up for. Let's go, let's go. Life is literally in our hands. We got a call. That's what we fight for. We fight for life. There's a vehicle that's down over the road. Cardiac arrest, someone's upright. It goes against every fiber in your body to go into a burning building. Should I risk my life? This place is gonna blow. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. What kind of drama can they fucking I know, manufacture? Fucking drumming. <laughs> That's the challenge of the show. How much drama can we manufacture when there's actual lives on the line? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, well, I like that more than co cops. Finally, was canceled. No more cops. And when I was growing up, like again, late twenties, when I was really getting my political consciousness, that was a real like show of the decline of America. They were watching shows about people getting arrested and, and getting pleasure out of their misery in some weird way. You know, that to me, a cops was very much like a, you know, I was Gen X hipster by hating cops, and it is tame. It's not go back. It's we're gonna we're, that was TV history anyway. We're I know, gonna, man. We're, hey, we're man. gonna close it out with so we're gonna eat, land the plane with some regular TV. Sure, that's great. I appreciate that, Keith. I'm, to, I'm winding down a bit. Made in the USA. Super juice. And order yours today. Yeah, it froze a few times. I I gotcha. It's yeah. it's it's my internet. Yeah, it's been bad all week. There were outages. This it's hasn't worked. Just to, to for Rob, it's freezing. It's literally freezing on my software. Like the like the oh my OBS is freezing. Like right now we're talking. I can see myself talking and it's flawless and the TV's like jumping. Yeah. So like it's recording freezing. Yeah. Like usually when it freezes on Twitch, the recording is fine. Like this recording is gonna be fucked up. Um, that's too Every bad. Door stays closed. It's so Look at this. So I want to get my magnets. Sliding doors or cordless this is high quality lighting. Everything stays yeah. closed. Yeah. With what you do? Magnets. The secret is the ultra strong industrial magnet. This powerful attraction keeps your doors and. So what do you what do you feel like closing the show out on? Oh man, music video. What? Plus they're super thin. How about? And they stay out of sight. Even screw yeah, I, I was watching a Madonna interview today in 1985 MTV. It was just a day. It was Ooh, June 12th, 1985. See what yeah. kind of taxi episodes yeah, we're yeah, getting into. Absolutely. I'm not even. I'm not. I just figured. Let me know when you're when you're ready. Yeah. No, I, I gotta. I gotta wind down. Here. Winding down. Yeah. The bit rate is fucking terrible. That's stubborn. Monkey magnets can stick anywhere from drywall to all types of wood parts, metal surfaces. This this sales technique. Oh, dude, has been has, it's been for decades. And like, there are you some know? channels where like these are their commercials. Yeah, like they yes. don't have any other commercial besides the infomercials. This, this type of yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, poor fucking Al from Home Improvement is the spokesperson <laughs> for a lot of these. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but this is a hard sell. They're giving this for a solid two and a half minutes, right? Oh yeah, you know. 
I mean, when and then there's a point where they just kind of repeat the whole commercial, but like real quickly at the end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's only so much they can tell you about the product. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All the fine print they rip through it. My goodness. Look at fucking Tim Conway. Wow. Jeff Conway. Jeff Conway. Jeff Conway, man. He just wow. ended up a pilled out oh. fucking. He had a hard last oh few my years. God, Look at man. him on the heels. Look at those disco shoes. Oh, He's dude, about to go dude. to the discotheque. I mean, he was a star at this point. I remember him being a star. Absolutely. He's fresh off of Grease fame. OBS you know? studio disconnected, reconnecting. I, I think so many actors back then had Mackenzie Phillips, hardcore junkie at 18. You know, one well, now day the thing is fucking green again. One no, day now at it's a back time. to being red. Now it's yellow. Oh, we're fucking hopping around here. Uh, oh, one day at a time, Mackenzie Phillips made fifty thousand bucks an episode, like in nineteen seventy eight. Shot it all up her veins. And, and was just I mean, just a disaster of a human being. Disaster. He wasn't as Jewish in these roles. And then around the nineties, he just really leaned into this. Every role I do, I play this. I, I, I mean, Independence he's Day. He's Mr. Fableman. <laughs> he's the same character in Independence Day that he is in the Fableman. And that's like 26 years later. It's unbelievable. And then we turn your phone calls. So you thought I got stuck up something. I feel like that really is actors. It's so weird how Hollywood makes your mind. There are probably old Jewish people who love this new woke kind of culture and like, Cause now they're like, oh, now we can play super Jewish people. Like, I feel like now there's going to be, cause people want to do kind of more like, I feel like there's an urge to like, let's do Jewish movies, but not like comedies. Let's kind of like retell Jewish cinema, but in like a more serious way. Wow. I, I, like, I just feel like Jewish actors like him are more like, oh no, I can lean into this Jewish <laughs> thing now because I'm an old Jewish man. I, I got to make a living still. You know, what I saw, I saw Jerry Lewis's price of fame. Yeah. He, I mean, what an awful human being. Yes, he did the MS stuff. And he raised literally billions of dollars for that, okay? Okay, obviously. But as a human being, just his response to the press and just the way he carried himself. And he had a kid that died. He didn't go to his funeral. Yeah. Because he, he basically wrote him off, you know? It's like, I mean, this, this show, but some people in show business are, are, are kind of pieces of shit. I always guess, so, <laughs> I guess better, it's like anything. It's a like better anything, way I, I could word it. I feel like 10, 20 years ago in like the, or 2000s, not even 20 years ago. Yeah. They would have gotten a non-Jewish guy to play the over-the-top Jewish guy as like a comical way to where now when things have to be a little bit more like have the Jewish guy play the Jewish guy. Yeah. Now where we kind of laughed at him in Independence Day of like, oh my God, what are you doing? You're playing fucking, yeah. take my wife, please. What are you in the cat skills? Yeah. To where now that's like. Oh my God, look how authentic he was to the, like, it's a whole new revitalization when, of like, when, of the cheesy Jewish old man. Well, once Jackie Mason died, it opened up a space, man. You had to fill that space and Judd Hirsch, Judd Hirsch landed on that. I think of him doing Ordinary People. I mean, he did, a, he did Robert Redford's first movie, you know, the first movie he ever directed, Ordinary People, that won the Oscar. That captures like suburban white anxiety very well. Ordinary people, because it's it's not a great movie. Bobby, I can't Bobby believe Sean, I'm Bobby so upset at how delayed the video is. I gotta do something. Look here. at Tony Danza. Oh, I'm really sorry, Bobby. Yeah, this sh this show, like you can see the cheers in this show. 
I take it you saw Even though this is on ABC. They told me two weeks ago. They said they liked my work. Uh, the characters, kind of the way they're interacting, the type of jokes, kind of the level of jokes they had. They're, they're smarter jokes. Yeah. yeah. That's some smarter jokes, I guess. So do you want to... I had good characters. What do, you, what are you thinking? Do you want to do a music video to end it here? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. You got any air you feeling? Something from your childhood? Uh, play a Why Me by Planet P. <laughs> oh, Mr. Dork. God. It's incredible that I'm actually asking you to do this. So, any idea what you're going to do now? You're do now? Huh? Okay, though. Hey, what's up? Hey. Bear your soul to me, Timothy. See, but he was tough, like, wise street Jewish guy. Uh, a good friend of mine went to art school. Uh, uh, Judd Hirsch's son went to the Art Institute. And a good friend of mine went to school with uh, with him. He was a totally messed up kid, she said. He was a really fucked up kid. Very bizarre guy. He got taken to school in a helicopter some when, he, when, when Judd Hirsch was at the height of his fame. He was a real drug addict, too. But he got into the Art Institute. Said she, he was a, just, a, just a weird guy. Who, Hirsch? No, a Hirsch's kid. Oh, I would Hirsch's imagine. Kid. Yeah, I would was, imagine. I mean, Hirsch doesn't seem like he was like... He fe I just feel like he grew up in a really quiet, like nerdy, actory household. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess yeah. He was kind of a. I guess his kid had some problems. Yeah. You no, know? I don't even know. Well, we didn't have problems on this episode. This was a very, very lovely show. Yes. We're at about the three-hour mark here. I didn't lose my train of thought that much. Out of the gate, no. I, I, I didn't. I, we covered everything I have written down yep. here. I have about four things. Ooh, I hit I Thank you for doing the ABC News October 19th, 1980 telecast. Because, again, it just, you know, it's not so... Look, the end of the show is when the screen fucking catches back up. Oh, man. All right. Well, here is, pl here is Planet P Project <laughs> by Why Me... What year is this from? 1983. So here's ninth. This looks like the raw, not even a replay video. This looks like from 1983. Oh, I believe it. So here we go. Planet T P Project. Thank you for Tony watching, everybody. Carey was the lead vocalist. Well, I'll see you whenever I see you. I'm probably going to stream every day next week because Larry's gone. I'm going to be a depressed piece of shit. All right. We'll see you guys. I love you. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Archive.org slash details slash this is Keith Pazel for the archives. Uh, yeah, twitch.tv slash this is Keith Pazel for when we're live. We'll see. Uh, we love you.
Now, how can we announce we are off the air when we are off the air? <laughs>